prosecution is not going to get that man today. No, because I'm going to get him. This is a Hagman and Hagman report for today. It is Thursday, February 4th, 2016. Doug Hagman coming to you with Joe Hagman together. We are the Hagman Hagman report with Joe Hagman. That is my son, fellow investigator, fellow researcher. Yeah, I, I, I've done this before, right? Uh, folks, we're going to give you the news behind the news, everything you need to know. Uh, really the basis for, well, giving you the information, the structure of what's taking place, what's going on to uh, uh, to provide the infrastructure behind the events we're seeing today. I want to thank everyone for joining us. Thank you so much for your belief and your trust in us as we walk through this minefield of current events together. And it is certainly a minefield because who, who do you trust and who do you know or, or, or who do you turn to for information these days? It seems like it's all cloudy and misty behind this murky curtain of this veil of uh, disinformation and misinformation. Well, we're going to pierce that veil tonight. We've got a great show for you planned. Folks, um, before we get started, I want to mention, you know, Valentine's Day coming up very soon. It, I'm, I'm telling you, folks, guys, guys, coming up. It's going to sneak up on you. I, I, I got you covered. We got you covered here at the Hagman, the Hagman Report. You know, it's, it's uh, what, it's a week from, when is Valentine's Day? A week from uh, next Sunday. Or ten days from today. Yeah, ten days from today. There you go. So, if you're tired of guessing about what... Your wife, your girlfriend, your mom wants. Just go to, go right to Pro Flowers. They've got everything. They got you covered. The Valentine's pros at Pro Flowers are here to take the guesswork out of Valentine's Day. And you know what, folks? They've got a special offer. Pro Flowers is offering our listeners two dozen, that's right, two dozen assorted roses, a free glass vase, all yours for twenty nine ninety nine, or you can really, really, really be a hero and upgrade to a long stem roses with a cherry red vase. Oh, this is gorgeous! You got to see this, and chocolates just for nine ninety nine more. Folks, go to proflowers dot com. Use our code. That's Hagman H A G M A N N. Don't wait. Do it today. Do it after the show. Go to proflowers dot com. Click on the blue microphone in the top right hand corner, and type in Hagman. That's proflowers.com. Click on the microphone and type in our code Hagman. Don't don't wait. Don't wait. Do it today. All right, Joe. It's great to great to have you. It's uh we, we got a lot to cover tonight. We're we're to be introducing, of course, uh, as we talked about earlier, uh, kind of a basis, an explanation of about what we're seeing and why we're seeing what we're seeing, and kind of tying all the loose ends together. Yeah, <clears throat> we have a great. Uh examination tonight of the Tavistock Institute, its purposes, uh, its founding, its purposes, and the future that it wants, as well as news current events that we're going to go through that are important, uh, affecting us today in our daily lives, and those that can affect us here in the in the future. Also, in the third and final hour of tonight's show, we will take call, calls from our listeners as after we present our findings and information and breaking down of the news, we want to hear from you and what you have to say on these matters. 
So, uh, again, we're going to be talking about the Tavistock Institute. We're going to be talking about news and current events, followed by your <laughs> phone calls. And here's here's why I think you need to know, and we need to talk about this because we mention companies, we mention people, we mention we mention um, agendas, and, mm-hmm. and many times people say, "Well, well, what are you talking about? What's the basis for this? There's got to be some background, and everything's a conspiracy to you people." All right, that's kind of you know what we get a lot of. Well, what what do you mean? Okay, for example. Um, can you explain? Give us a foundation. Give us something that that uh, we can use. Well, here's what here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna lay out the the groundwork of the Tavistock Institute. And folks, if um, I'm gonna be citing heavily, we're gonna be citing heavily from the work of Doctor John Coleman. Now he wrote a book called The Tavistock Institute of Human Relations, subtitled Shaping the Moral, Spiritual, Cultural, Political, Economic decline of the United States of America. It's a great book. I'm going to tell you, it's got so much information in there. But really quickly, and, and I'm going to do this as quickly, we're going to do this uh, together as Didn't quickly also, as possible. Also yeah. write uh, Conspirators Hierarchy. He, he wrote 15 the books. The Story of Committee of 300, yeah. as well as the City of London's Tavistock Institute. Yeah, he, he wrote 15 books, and I, I would I would say by far that he is the foremost expert on the Tavistock Institute. And you can see, you can folks, you can uh, find online um, oh, uh, subtle excerpts. explanations, and uh, I think I think you you can find excerpts. But the bottom line here is, if you really want an education, if you really want the the details, uh, definitely grab his book. Buy his book, the uh, Tavistock Institute of Human Relations. We, we we get nothing out of this. I'm just telling you where our source material is, or you know what our source material is, and from there, you can uh, you can do your own research. But <clears throat> we've done it for you, so you don't have to. Um, we're going to give you a sneak peek of something, folks. This is not yet ready for prime time, but uh, no, I'm, I can't do that. Uh, here is Joe. Um, let's see. Here. These are prototypes for um, what we're going to be doing in Dallas. Is, is we have uh, <coughs> mugs, as uh, you see here. Hey, with easy the, now. That's the my, Hagman that's Hagman my Java juice. Yeah, I know that the vodka's in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, as well as T-shirts, sweatshirts, uh, zip-up hoodies, and pullover hoodies, um, hats, and, and we have a number of varieties of hats. We're, we're going to narrow them down to a few types of, of shirts, a few types of hats. But um, I mean, I, this red one, I love this red one. Well, it, it, it's well, if you can give it a close-up on the camera, maybe I don't know how you can. Ouch! That is. That is the uh, the red Hagman and Hagman on the back. Watchmen's unleashed. It says Watchmen unleashed. Watchmen, Watchmen plural unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah. And then this Xbox is too. the uh, one of the other designs. And there's about four more designs. And they specifically designed a full camouflage one for Eric, as he is a uh, a hunter and a, a camo guy. Uh, which is just fantastic. And the, the sweatshirts are, uh, and the way they did the logos, some of them are, you know, big logos on the front. Some are real small on the sleeve. Um, so we're going to be going over the different designs, what we like, what we think people are going to like. And we're going to bring a bunch of the stuff out to Dallas. And uh, I'm going to tell you, what's really great about this is the, the company that did this, the owners are extremely, I mean, you talk about class acts. They're Christians. They're they're on board with what, what we're trying to do. And, and, and that's the whole purpose of this is really to um, 
is really to to combine efforts and, and to really be the you know spearhead the um a spearhead the assault against the enemy I guess is the best way to describe it and we try to do that through dealing with only Christian companies and people that that uh, you know are on our side or we're on their side we're on the same side or God's side I guess is what I'm trying to say and if we can help uh, companies and they can help us it's just a great thing so that's kind of that's kind of neat you know we, we we've never done this before. Mm. We, we, we had did, uh, we, we had a shirt, a three like week yeah. shirt. Now, it was a special uh, initiative. It was, a, it was kind of a fundraiser type thing. Uh, you do it through a, a website company where you they take care of the the shirts, the designs, and the shipping, and people would sign up. And I still have two hoodies from from that drive, and uh, they're great hoodies. But this is going to be a more permanent. Um, Situation where not only will we be offering these things at Dallas, we'll have a uh, little store section on our website. Yeah, well, uh, or Hopefully. a link to that. Yeah, and, and the, again, the, the reason is to spread the word. It's not. It's not anything but spreading the word about the program and, and you know what you what you can do. I didn't know you were going to do that, but uh, all right. Anyway, so it, recently, and, and folks, you saw, uh, of course, the Center for, Center for Medical Progress coming out and releasing another video. Yeah, and, let's um, start there. Well, I was going to. Let's let's lay the foundation of the Tavistock first, and then we'll go back because we got to get into the college for uh, college of knowledge for the Hagman Hagman report, and then we'll get to the video. But I want to explain why why abortion has not been uh, tanked here in this country. I want to explain why uh, people think abortion is okay. I want to explain too why that uh, the um, oh my body my choice is just an acceptable mantra in 2016, knowing what we know, and and uh, uh, so. And, you know, how do we get here? And, and people might say, I'm, t- I'm tired of you telling us how to get here. What do we do from here? But wait, you got to understand the, the machinations of the enemy. Go ahead. Did you want to say something? The, uh, you know, abortion um, issue is not a new issue. It's been new in the news as of late. But the one of the chapters of Daniel Esselin's book, The Tavistock Institute, Chapter 4, The Doors of Perception, The CIA's Psychedelic Revolution. Yeah, yeah. This is the counterculture that uh, just predated the court's opinion on Roe v. Wade, which somehow gave a uh, a fiat backdoor, an illegal backdoor to legal abortion. And this uh, counterculture fueled the uh, perception of a nation and of Supreme Court justices to be able to influence the morality in a way where... They were ready to implement such uh, devilish uh, policy. Exactly, and you know the other the another aspect of of this as well. Um, we we mentioned the counterculture. Well, the Tavistock really birthed that in terms of its uh, agenda, the mind control part of it. The um, even the Gulf War. Remember how the Gulf War was, was packaged and presented to the American people? That was an artifact of the. the well, that was the that was really designed. Uh, by the Tavistock Institute, and going up to today, the, even the um, Center for Medical Progress, and, and uh, how they have exposed the Planned Parenthood uh, uh, eugenics program. Well, eugenics is is really it, it's highly active in America, and uh, as an unconscious political power source, it's made it, it's been made invisible, however, to your rational mind. And and this this intellectual blindness, folks, has been programmed. And this is why it's important, because the only way to understand eugenics, for example, since we're on that, I'll just kind of mention that. 
the only way to understand eugenics is a sophisticated crowd control device is to view the bigger picture, I guess. Because we say, okay, wait a minute, this is satanic. Eugenics is satanic, obviously. Uh, uh, the Planned Parenthood is involved in eugenics. And, and well, eugenics is uh, is really a, it's a sophisticated crowd control device. But in order to understand all that, yeah, but, but we got to look at the big picture because the big picture tells us, folks, that the that powerful mind control is everywhere. You're not, I mean, it's everywhere. All right, there. This is not something that's passive uh, on the part of the programmers and the people in power. Eugenics is is. Uh, um well it, it's a mind it's a major mind control device i suppose as well um it's employed by the elite against the non elite meaning against the, the the power the people in power today and those people who have who who are going to be in power after 2016 whether they remain in power speaking about our legislators or the executive branch are, are part of this and if they're not part of this they're not going to get elected or selected as it might be. All right. So this is why, I mean, this is why it's important. Now, what we're witnessing is top-down programming that's manipulated. It's being manipulated in secret by, by a secret power structure. But when you depattern, uh, when, when you reformat our, our hard drives, our brains, basically, starting in childhood, Tavistock and, and their American counterparts, they're serving a very big agenda, much broader agenda of yeah. psychological warfare against the sane, rational, and even the democratic mind. One of their goals, as Daniel Estelin writes, is the complete eradication of mankind's sense of identity, tearing out man's soul. Yeah, exactly. Led Zeppelin, remember that? We are your overlords, okay? Yeah. Well, to weaken the morality of America and all Western cultures and to, to demoralize workers in, in the labor class or the middle class, I suppose, by creating mass, uh, they're creating mass unemployment. Demoralization can be advanced as really a science. It can be, it can even be made sexy. It could be made chic. It could be made Oh, the the way to the way to be the way to be thinking. For example, when when the middle class looks at at the alien invasion today, uh, the invasion of of non I mean of of immigrants, they look around and say, well, "What's going on with this?" Well, this is this is part of the assault on the middle class, which is a p- component a lar- uh, of the larger picture, which, which is to take down the United States. And as jobs dwindle, for example, due to the post-industrial zero-growth policies, <clears throat> we are going to be starving. Now, who? But 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 who introduced the? Who's the power structure behind this? Well, one power group is the Club of Rome. Have you heard about the Club of Rome? The other is the Committee of 300. But uh, these are all sub... Uh, when you when you look at the power structure, you can see we talk about the Vatican and, and, and the Committee of 300. The, um, uh, when I say the Vatican, I'm talking about the Jesuits, the Jesuit component, which is really the power structure behind it. You have the Trilateral Commission, the yep. Elderberg Group. You have the 
uh, Order of the Illuminati, um, yep. the Skull and Bones, yeah, exactly. Bilderberg Group, all the uh, Bohemian Grove, all these secret societies, uh, as much as people will laugh and will say you are a conspiracy theorist if you believe that these groups even exist, even though <laughs> the proof is uh, out there for anybody and everybody to find who looks. Um, you know, these people uh, do exactly what the conspiracy theorists say. They plot and plan uh, the world and the direction the world heads in and best understand how to roll out their agendas uh, as it is the heads of, of the banking industry, the heads of the political industry, military industry, geopolitical industry, and they get together and collaborate the best way to roll out their agenda. And the agenda is how to enslave mankind, and most importantly for the devil, how to capture mankind's soul in the process. Exactly. All right, so so you've got kind of an idea of why this is important. I hope we're going to just run down the history real quick here. If you and again, Doctor John Coleman, I, I cannot cite him or say enough about him. It's not that we just re- discovered him. No, we, we've been we've been uh, we, we've had the, we we have all of his books, um, and we have done a lot of research. And of course, he's done so much. But but he's the, he really before he came along, very few people really heard of the Tavistock Institute because it just operated in in um, in this in secret, if you will. Um, they they really retained their secrecy very well. And uh, of course, the Tavistock began in 1947. But uh, since his original article and works, which exposed this ultra secret organization, you've seen many other people follow in his footsteps to expose the Tavistock Institute. It began, by the way, as a propaganda creating and disseminating organization that where well where was it centered at it was centered at wellington house we're all ta- we're talking about now the city of london in the, in the united kingdom in great britain which is where the base of all power for the new world order is going to be coming from this is why we need to take a look at this people may say well wait a minute the new world order is going to be out of dc or we're going to be no 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 the city of london is going to be the power base the political power base for the one world order what's in the city of london among other things the tavistock institute why is this important because it's going to program you to love your servitude as it's already been doing it's going to program your mind to accept the fact that we are killing four thousand innocent lives in unborn children every day. It's going to program you to accept the fact that we need wars every day. We need to keep fighting wars, perpetual warfare. It's going to tell you that we need digital money, that that, that rolled money, you know, or not rolled money, uh, uh, folding currency. Oh, no, 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 it's, it's no good because, you know, it, it, hey, it could be a biohazard or who knows, but it, we need to, so all of this, it, okay, this is what they're, this is the propaganda they are pushing today. It, but, but it began as, again, as a power, as this propaganda power center that created and disseminated, um, uh, well, it, propaganda. And it was, it, again, it began at the Wellington House. Now, <coughs> as I went through the, um, the the very extensive work of John Coleman. I try to pick out certain things that were like really on point here. So 
I just want to give you a, a brief history back in the day here, and then we can jump fast forward. But but this is important because this gives a pedigree to what uh, to what we're dealing with. And if you if you don't think that the Nor- New World Order is going to the political uh, structures are going to come out of uh, uh, Great Britain, then man. This will this will explain that you're going to have to believe that, or you should believe that, because the Tavistock Institute began. It was a project um, that was given to Lords Rothmere and Northcliffe. Not that you're going to remember that, right? But don't worry about it. And their mandate was to produce an organization capable of manipulating public opinion, folks. This is their that was their sole mandate. Do one thing: manipulate public opinion, and, and in fact, do so. Do so by our standards, not by anything. I mean, not by anything uh, uh, altruistic. No, 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 no. This is nefarious. Not only do so by our standards, but do so with the tools we use on an everyday basis to get information, whether it be the radio, news, TV, um, through the edu- from the education system to music to movies. Uh, all aspects of society, uh, these people have their, their fingertips in, and they are controlling the narratives, they're controlling the agendas, they are changing and shaping perceptions of people who have left themselves open and susceptible to being manipulated and changed. Those who, as we read yesterday in the parable uh, of the sower, those who do not have Jesus's, Jesus and his word rooted inside them, um, those people are the ones who are the victims of this psychological um, brainwashing of the people. Yeah, that's very true. Now, you know, uh, okay, that kind of, boy, we have to fix the lighting in here. We both look like we, we were dead. Ooh, pale, <laughs> you know. Anyway, all right. Well, it's, it is the... Uh, beginning of february and we haven't seen a sun that split. i'm looking at that though. i'm thinking my goodness it looks like somebody just dug me up yeah and oh, yeah, go ahead I, I, I just i could just hear people saying go ahead and blame the lighting sure <laughs> all right anyway <laughs> okay so who paid for this well funding was provided by the british royal family and the, when you start tracing the money back on, on different initiatives you're going to see that a lot of money or a lot of funding was um really at that it was fun. everything a lot of things are being funded by the royal family Prince, and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Queen, the Queen, and of course Prince William and Prince Charles and Prince Hen- uh, Harry, and the U.S. royalty not deemed so. Uh, you know, the Rockefellers, well, yeah, yeah, the uh, Ted Turners, the um, you know, globalists, Bill Gates. These are the people, the same people who were involved in, in the core of eugenics and abortion are the same people who are involved in all of these nefarious societies. But, uh, but yeah, exactly, and, but but how, you know, I always had the question too. How do you get like? How do you get invited to something like this? All right, or into into a group like this? Do you, do you receive an invitation in the mail? Hey, you're invited to come on. No, no, no. This is done through bloodlines, and and we talk about bloodlines. This is why. Okay, we talk about. Well, uh, let me just give you an example. Okay, this was funded by the British royal family, and later by the Rothschilds, to whom Lord Northcliffe, Northcliffe was related through marriage. Okay, now now think about that. They're marrying into, this is why we have this incestuous bloodline stuff that uh, people like Fritz Springmeyer talk about, Russ yeah. Dizdar references, okay, all of this. Now, a guy by the name of Arnold Toynbee, yeah, T-O-Y-N-B-E, he was selected as the Director of Futures Studies. Now, it's not what you think, I mean, yeah, Future Studies. Now, this is back in the, you know, this is back in the early 20th century. 
now two Americans at the time, and Paul McGuire talks about this. He writes about this. Walter Lippmann and Edward Bernays. Where have we heard that before? That name before? Edward Bernays, the father of uh, psychological manipulation. Yep. They were they were appointed to handle the manipulation of the American public opinion. Now, here Sigmund in Freud's nephew. Sigmund Freud's nephew. Exactly, but but they were they were appointed to manipulate and prepare the United States, the people of the U.S. to enter World War One because popular support back in back in uh, nineteen uh, well prior to the World War One it wasn't there. The, no American wanted to get in the Great War, World War One, and, and so from this crude beginning grew this organization that that was to shape the destiny of Germany, of the UK, and especially the United States. And it was done in a manner that became extremely sophisticated. You see, they had to form, well, they were involved with mass brainwashing. That's the deal, okay? Now, during the course of its involvement, Tavistock expanded greatly. Mm-hmm. And, and they not not just in size, but their ambitions, their goals, their their their. In 1937, the decision was made to use the German author Oswald Spengler, S P E N G L E R. Now this is this is important to know, kind of his backstory. Uh, Oswald Spengler's monumental work, Untergang des Blundes, which is the decline of Western civilization. They use that work as a model. So in English, the work is the decline of Western civilization. They use that as the model for the blueprints for their efforts. Now, Wellington House had board, before that, the uh, Wellington House had uh, board members, uh, Rothmere, I'm not going to go through this, but Northcliffe, Lippmann, Bernays, uh, they had read and proposed as a guide the writings of Korea, Molin Walsh, in particular, they had focused on one particular book. It was called The Climax of Civilization. It was written in 1917. Um, this corresponded closely to conditions that had to be created before a new world order and a one world government could be ushered in. So we're now getting to the root. Now we're finding the source of the blueprints here. Okay, so there's two works here. The one being the book called The Climax of Civilization, written in 1917 by Korea Moylan Walsh. And the second, or the first book, or the other book, two parallel books, two parallel works, uh, written by Oswald Spengler, which is called The Decline of Western Civilization. They're using both of these as a model. Now, in this work, in this whole ambitious endeavor, the members of the Tavistock uh, Institute consulted with the British royal family and obtained the approval of the Olympians. Folks, remember that word, Olympians. Remember that. Do, well, what do you equate Olympians with? The Bible? Yeah. How about uh, Atlantis. The Olymp- Atlantis, the Olympics? A lot of different things there. Uh, uh, Greek even, mythological. Uh, that's right. That's right. Stories. Tom Horn talks. There's a lot of references that Tom Horn makes about this. All right. Real quick here. The inner core of the committee of 300, excuse me, is to formulate, is actually the Olympians, which is to formulate a strategy of, uh, working the, uh, uh, working the, uh, uh, the uh, ambitions, the goals here into uh, to, to to make it uh, into fruition here, bring it to fruition. The 
the work from Spengler is particularly important because um, his work had come to the attention of what had become the Tavistock Institute after he wrote it, and he they got together. The people at Tavistock said, "Wait a minute, you know what? Um, Spengler wrote basically our game plan." And again, his work, The Decline of Western Civilization. This this is the game plan for the New World Order. But uh, in order for the New World Order to, to come in, and this is why it's important to understand and understand know these two works, because before they can actually pull the trigger on a one-world system of government, New World Order, they've got to complete what's in the works by Spengler, Spengler and uh, uh, Walsh, okay? I mean, ideally, because that's, that's what their blueprint is. And if you look at the works, the... Uh, Decline of Western Civilization was written in German initially, and there's very few. I, I don't. I think there's just one translation, and it's um, it's very hard to come by. It's uh, Unter Ganga des uh, Ablendes, okay, um, which is the Decline of Western Civilization. And there's a lot of ties between the Tavistock Institute and Germany. I know you have Peter Lavenda's book, Sinister Forces. Um, it's actually have, a trilogy. Yes. Yeah, you, you have all of them. But Operation Paperclip, uh, we know about Operation Paperclip. This is where Nazi scientists and war criminals were brought to the United States for their advanced knowledge in medicine and technological uh, space travel and whatnot. And they really became NASA's, um, the the controllers of NASA. They were the ones that uh, supposedly landed man on the moon, the modern advances on heart medicine allowing for open heart surgery. We know Mengele, uh, the genetic <laughs> modification uh, programs that he, yep. Uh, yep. you know, horrifically put children through, especially twins, trying to, uh, you know, reverse engineer the human human genes in order to see what we see today in the mainstream news, which is, you know, cloning humans, uh, creating livers, creating super soldiers, and mixing, uh, you know, fallen angel or giant DNA with human being DNA, just like it says in Daniel in chapter 8, uh, for they will try to mix themselves together, but they shall not, it shall not cleave this talking about the end times, but the, there is no, um, dark for, there is no dark black magic that is not a part of the Tavistock Institute from, uh, you know, ritual, uh, sex magic to, um, black magic, occult, uh, Theme psychological warfare. I mean, there, it, it it is pure evil, and it and its ends and agendas are are worse. I mean, we talk about the agenda of the devil wanting to have immortality outside of the Lord and His plans for the Earth and universe after His millennial reign and the Battle of Armageddon. Well, these people, as we said, plan on uh, showing God as the enemy and trying to overthrow heaven in order to take what they feel is their rightful place on the throne of God. That's right. And in doing so, as I said earlier, destroying all souls that are able to be destroyed, which is so which is why uh having that personal relationship with the Lord and being sealed and written in his book of life is so important. Right. <clears throat> now, 
If you go back to uh, Spengler's work, and this is extremely critical for everyone to understand, what we're seeing today with the mass incursion of, of the aliens uh, into the United States, Spengler had talked about this back in in 1937 when this when this massive work came out, and again the decline of Western civilization. Um, the what Spengler had, had written about was in preparation now for changing and reshaping public opinion for the second time in less than 12 years by UNESCO instead of the board, um, that being the Tavistock Institute, the royal family, those people who were um, pushing the uh, agenda. Spengler's book was adopted, as I said, as a blueprint for a new working model to bring about the decline and fall of America and all Western civilization because it was necessary in order to create and establish a new world order inside of a one-world government. So here's where it kind of addresses the alien invasion or the invasion of uh, the refugees, all right? When you look at the decline of Western civilization, Spengler said, look, it's, it's, what's going to happen here is a, the um, non-Western Europeans. Now, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not, he didn't write this, but... This is the essence of his work. Non-Western uh, Europeans coming into America would increase in numbers in terms of the, the, the for example, the the, um, the Arabs, the Africans, uh, the Chinese, anybody but non or anybody but but those from the West, Western Europe. So here's what's going to happen, uh, according to Spengler. He said this mass. Immigration is going to happen. The West would fail at that time to expel those people who are coming in here en masse. Our fate would be sealed, that meaning America. A society who, the society of America, the people, they, we, our, our ancestors had inward Excuse beliefs and, and sound convictions about how um, uh, how the the society of America and American society should should uh, progress? Well, that would become obsolete. In other words, we would be forced to change our culture because of the forced immigration or this mass invasion of the aliens not from not from Western Europe. Social turbulence. Is yes, another word for it. There you go. And. Um, this book from Esteban Esteban has a uh, section on it called Social Turbulence as a point of interest at Tavistock. Eric Trist and face, uh, Frederick Emery developed the theory of social turbulence, a so-called softening up uh, effect of future shocks, wherein a population could be softened up through mass phenomena, That's such right. as energy shortages, economic and financial collapse, terrorist attacks. Or changes in population diversity. Well, this diversity. Um, remember back before 1960. Remember back in the 50s and 40s and 30s. Remember segregation. Yeah, okay, especially the 30s. Well, I mean, in <laughs> history, the, there was a rare instance, obviously, um, the rare instance of, of interracial marriage. And, and I know this is this is a subject that you, you, you talk about this, and it's sensitive. But you, you remember the um, the stigma it had, or at least those of us old enough to, to recall this, whether it be our grandparents or parents or even perhaps if you're old enough listening to this, 
interracial marriage was pretty rare back in the 40s and 50s and beginning of the 60s. Well, the the Tavistock Institute zeroed in on that and they said we're going to change your we're going to change public perception of that. Pretty soon interracial marriage was was uh, acceptable. In fact, it was encouraged. But with that, and this is important for for everyone to understand, that's not the, that's a bad thing, but with that uh, we have lost our Western European heritage. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm, I'm bigoted at all. Okay, I'm just saying this is what this is, this is what the Tavistock Institute it was pushing here on American soil. They're saying, well, let's force or let, let, let's make interracial marriage and, and marriage between um, different cultures. Let's make it mainstream. Let's let's romanticize it. Let's sell it. Okay. Now, again, this is not. I'm, I'm giving you this without comment about the actual the act itself. Okay. Well, the the the, the two world wars came out, and again, I'm not going to go through every bit of the history here. Um, world War One, World War Two, it basically uh, destroyed all of Europe and uh, Germany. Left in ruins. Oh yeah. yeah. The intellectual energies of the German nation. They were diverted into war channels in defense of their country or in it to advance their agenda, depending on which war you're talking about. Um, even the British nation, even even the UK, um, the, the UK was in shambles, obviously. The war had just done so much to, uh, to, to the West, to the Western world. Now, there's a lot of references here in Spengler's work, and it's it's not an easy work to go through, folks. Let me tell you that. Um, and John Coleman did, and, and we've got a copy here, but it's just it's just a, a, a wow. But here's here's the issue. The whole thrust of Tavistock was to democratize, maybe that's it, the West through various means. Social, um, social especially, and I'm just going to go on this line real quick here because I think this is important. There's an attack on women, attack on womanhood. All right, and this the is war on women. Uh, no, is this separate from the war. On no, women? no, this is no, this is an attack on on woman, on, on the woman and, and the racial, moral, spiritual, and religious foundations uh, on which uh, on which Western civilization exists. All right. Fair. So, uh, with, with respect to the war or an attack on womanhood, that's to attack the the woman as part of the nuclear family. All right. So, when you go back in history and era, you, you go back in time and look at the Roman Empire and the Greeks, and they were devoted to the social, religious, and moral and spiritual advancement, for example, and preservation of, of the female of women. Um, and, and they were very successful as long as they were and remained in control and could arrange matters so that the government was carried out by a limited number of responsible citizens supported by the general populace below them. So, uh, all being, now this is, this is important here, all being of the same moral religious fiber. In other words, you don't, uh, a Muslim and an evangelical Christian marrying would not, it wouldn't work. 
Okay, and what Spengler was saying, look, this would this brought down the things of this nature brought down empires, including the Roman Empire, as part of it. This is a big part of the the uh, dilution bringing down the Roman Empire. And and I realize it's, it's, uh, some some history biblical. people, but right, but I mean, some people history teachers are going to say, oh, you're you're just full of beans. But no, this is because the the history books have been have been um, uh, revised or, or not revised, but have been. Uh, well, yeah, revised. It's revisionist history. But anyway, yeah, and it is biblical. Now, the planners at Tavistock saw this a perfect way to upset the balance of, of Western civilization, to enforce this, to uh, remove the control uh, from the people, and, and and just and just make everything okay. Go ahead and, and do this. Now, um, as we got into as we get into the uh, wars, years, and such, we can see where, my goodness, the uh, Social changes, even from the war, where the woman is, was put into the workforce, and the woman had taken on new roles. Look at today, and I'm fast forwarding here because there's a lot of background here. But even look at today, uh, you're convinced, the society is convinced. It's okay, have the woman work not just one job, maybe two jobs, and be a mother. Okay, the war, World War Two, really was played a big role in this to, to blitz the nuclear family take the mother out of the home, raising the child, and put her into a factory because the man is busy over fighting to advance or to protect democracy. That's what we're told, right? That's what we're taught. Well, that's what we're seeing. So the destruction of the nuclear family, we just, just explained it to you. This is how the nuclear family, at least initially, was 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 hit, was assaulted. And the womanhood... Um, from this perception, from this belief system, from this whole orchestration by the Tavistock Institute, they they were responsible for telling women, "Hey, it's okay, go burn your bras." I mean, I, I don't want to get graphic, but you know what I'm saying. That whole, um, oh my goodness, the the entire revolution where, where females are equal. Well. In my view, and ladies, this is just my view, all right? Women are not equal. I mean, uh, women are way above guys in terms of, well, you know what I mean, all right? Women are to be cherished. (laughs) Women are are to be uh, loved and cherished and, and protected and cared for. Now, you might think, wow, what a chauvinist that guy is. But... Look at what the Bible says. And look at today. Isn't everything what we're seeing today anti-biblical and even anti-Christian, where you've got women in the workforce, women women being exploited? Instead of... Eric is looking over at me saying, are you really saying this? Okay. Seriously, yes. Are you really saying what you're... Now, um, you know, women... Men have men have surrendered their masculinity. How's that? Uh, men have failed to support their families. Men have failed to uh, to, to to be take their role in the um, as the head of the family, as the biblical head of the family. Men have failed and continue to fail miserably. So women step in. Oh, I can just see the the mail I'm going to get. That's all right though. Yeah, from the guys and saying, you know, you call me a wuss, come on back. <laughs> but see, this is 
we've been brainwashed to believe that that men and women are equal. We're not. No, women are women should be cherished, protected, and loved, and they have a certain place to in the Christian family unit, the nuclear family, and that that whole thing has we've been brainwashed by the Tavistock Institute, by the royal family, by the nobility, the black nobility, by the Jesuits. I mean, you know, name the offender. It's been we've been brainwashed. Well, see, so the. It, it, we really have, and, and I, I'm going to stop there. But but that no, I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to give you one more. I'm going to go advance it one more, uh, one more down. I guess football term here. Um, this is where we get my body, my choice. That's right. This is where we get abortion is okay because I am in control of my body. This is the mentality. This stems from this whole assault on Western civilization. So why, again, is this important in 2016? <laughs> because we've got their playbook. Now we know uh, we, we know where all of this propaganda has come from. We know what their, we know their rationale. We, we've got their, their, um, their ideas now. We've, uh, and we, well, we've had them, but we understand now where they're, what they need to do before they pull the trigger on the one world government, new world order. But to, to change the, the culture. So in that, in that, uh, ideology, now doesn't it make sense now while no, why no Western leader is stepping up and, and, and saying, stop this Muslim invasion? Even the rapes that are taking place in Western Europe, they're coming here. I guarantee you they're coming here. It's an assault on the family, but it's specifically it's an assault on the woman. And it's showing, it's, it's emasculating the male presence, obviously, as a protector. Okay, so this is the mindset. This has to be complete. The demoralization of the Western male and the Western culture has to take place before they can actually pull the trigger in the West. It's coming. It's coming. And it's coming faster than you may realize. The promoters of this, the people who have tied all this together and make, make, are making you or brainwashing you to accept the Rachel Maddow position <laughs> the, the those people Bernays Lipman these are key players historical key players today we have a whole different set of players that include Cruz <laughs> mm-hmm. Ted Cruz include other political figures yes on the right and on the left much one and the same it doesn't matter see Republican Democrat doesn't matter doesn't matter. Not today. Because they're all under the control of one mental mind manipulating system. The, um, and again, this, this plan modified in the UK to suit the American model. What was birthed over in the UK in the city of London by, uh, the Tavistock Institute was brought, imported here, specifically to take down America, the United States. You see, Bernays, Lippmann, they led Woodrow Wilson to set up 
the very first Tavistock method, methodology, techniques for polling a so-called public opinion that was created by Tavistock itself. So what they did was they interjected this molding, this propaganda into American culture, and then they molded it after the polls were taken to identify or to assess its effectiveness, and then they tweaked it. And they've tweaked it ever since, after World War II, um, after World War One and Two, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, uh, the support for Israel, for example, abortion. Every big social political issue today is being tweaked for propaganda purposes. In other words, let's just say, well, 9-11, the perception of 9-11, those people who question about 9-11 about the Building 7 and about the uh, uh, whatever it might be, the uh, the peculiarities and the, the things that don't add up. Yeah. Merely questioning. Yeah, yeah questioning. That's right. We've got to vilify those people. Like um, a good example of that is Geraldo Rivera. After the attempted Times Square bombing, there was a segment on Fox News where Geraldo Rivera talk, came on to talk about this uh, alleged Times Square bomber that uh, the FBI foiled the plot before it happened. But he went on to say that, you know, I believe this is a a, uh, a lone wolf 9-11 truther type of terrorist. That's right. And then they went on to talk about how basically the 9-11 truth movement was a violent movement or is a violent movement without the violence, if that makes sense. Sure. Exactly, uh, it does. And, and it's just, you know... To take a an, an event like 9-11, where even the dead family members' questions, 70, 80% of those questions were not answered, and to mock and make fun of and then marginalize and label those people who have questions, legitimate questions, questions that could impact national security to help a family member understand the death of their loved one. Regardless of all that, the people asking the questions are the extremists and the terrorists. Just like the people exposing Planned Parenthood are the extremists and the terrorists. Not the ones perpetrating the murders, not the ones perpetrating the conspiracies. Instead, those who dare to ask questions about those. And, and this power is, is, this hidden power of the Tavistock Institute is so effective, folks, from 9-11... Uh, well, how can this be so effective? And I'm jumping ahead because of time. But the vast majority of the American people accept lies all the time. But how can that be? Well, how can how can they accept? How can we all accept lies, not knowing or realizing that that we are being lied to? Um, for example, very, I mean, and I don't mean to interrupt you if you're making a point here, but yeah, um, I just want to mention this: the commerce, uh, for example. You know, how how did America accept NAFTA, GATT, the World Trade Organization? Well, for those who weren't paying attention, it was no 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 big deal. But for those who were paying attention and accepting it as okay, and even selling it to the American people, it was the power behind what was the Tavistockian people in Congress that were the people that were on the payroll of the Tavistock Institute and their American counterparts that sold it to you and said it's a good idea. So conservative or liberal or progressive, Republican or Democrat, doesn't matter because they were 
under the control of the powerhouse, the American, um, the American uh, 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 institutes here that are the octopus or the arms of the octopus from the Tavistock Institute. Did you go ahead? I didn't mean to interrupt you. Now go, but go ahead. Uh, no, I, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, sure, I knocked you right off. <laughs> no, that's okay. But okay, so because of the time here, look. What institutions are, are are really connected to Tavistock in, in, here in the United States? Flow Laboratories. I'm just going to toss off toss out a couple. You can look at this, folks, on your own. You can research this on your own. Flow Laboratories. They get contract from the National Institutes of Health (NIH). Uh, Merle Thomas Corporation. Now, this is from. I'm citing now uh, John Coleman on this. On this. Okay. This is my source for this. Uh, Walden Research, the Pollution Control, Agenda 21. Think about that. Okay. I'd say all Agreed. universities. Well, yeah. The Planning Research Corporation, the Brookings Institution, the Hudson Institute. And again, you, you may ask, well, so what? But you've got to understand that these institutions are behind, uh, the Green Movement. They're behind the, uh, Agenda 2030. They're behind all of the, all, everything you're, you're seeing now. They're even behind Planned Parenthood. They're behind the, they're giving money to candidates, some of them, not all of them, of course, but they're not only just giving money, but they're giving the, they're shaping the public perception through the information they're giving to the, to the people. The National Training Laboratories is a key institution, um, uh, it was founded back in 1947 by the members of the Tavistock Institute here in the U.S. That's the National Training Laboratories. It's it's a it's just a, a very interesting. You can you can research that. Um, uh, National Education Association, if you if you will, it's not directly it's not a private corporation, but it, it has its uh, leadership and uh, roles embedded uh, um, uh, by members of the. Uh, Various organizations that relate back to the Tavistock International Institute for Applied Behavioral Sciences. You talk about uh, you talk about a, a truly Tavistockian brainwashing center. This is a, a center where artificial stress training participants suddenly find themselves immersed in defending themselves against vicious accusations. Oh, brother! Here we go. Yes. Well, that's uh, <laughs> the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School of Finance and Commerce. Wharton School. Um, Institute for Policy Studies. It's one of the big three. IPS has really shaped and reshaped the United States policies, foreign and domestic. Um, you can look at the look at the people involved in this organization too. You you have a whole bunch. And again, I'm citing from John Coleman. You have a whole bunch of people. It, it was it's been said that uh, uh, even the Black Panthers, the and even the new Black Panthers were being controlled and manipulated through the IPS Institute for Policy Studies. The Weather Underground, the Weatherman, the Weatherman, remember that? Okay. Uh, Larry Grothwell was on, uh, talking about the Weather Underground. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, talking about with, with Bill Ayers, how yep. they were in, uh, this group together. IPS is behind that. Uh, Which in the seventies, um, 25% of the population was said to be, uh, have to be killed while the majority of others re-educated. Stanford Research, Stanford Research, and on and on. Rand Corporation, American Telephone Telegraph, International Ooh. Business Machines, U.S. Air Force, Department of Health, Department of Energy. Rand, I got uh, I got yes, something. Rand Corporation. Folks, we're going to be right back. This is the Global Star Radio Network.
was my fault. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hagman and Hagman Report, talking tonight about uh, the Tavistock Institute, segueing into the current events, and of course, one thing in particular, uh, the plan to take down America through the propaganda matrix known as the Tavistock Institute and its American counterparts, citing heavily from the works of Dr. John Coleman and uh, connecting some dots, giving you the background. But we're going to tie the ends together by the end of the show. And another John Coleman uh, piece, I don't know if you mentioned, the Tavistock Institute of Human Relations, shaping the moral, spiritual, cultural, political, and economic decline of the United States of America. That's that's the work that's... uh, the core work that's being cited, of course, the Committee of 300, secondary, and again, Dr. Coleman has written 15 books. It's good for, it's good for the background history. Before we get in further into tonight's program, I want to mention that Valentine's Day is coming up, but you don't need a special day, uh, to show mom or show your wife or show any, that special person in your life, just how much they mean to you. But Valentine's Day, if you're going to do it, do it right. Valentine's Day is coming up in 10 days. It's only 10 days away. If you're tired of guessing, for example, uh, if you're tired of guessing wrong on what, what your wife or what your mom or that special person in your life, what they would like every Valentine's Day, hey, the Valentine's pros, and I mean they are absolute professionals at Pro Flowers, hence the name. They're here to take the guesswork out of it this Valentine's Day. Trust the experts at Pro Flowers who give you the confidence that Valentine's Day is done right. Now, they've got a special offer, and they've extended to us the special offer to extend to you. This is great. Guys, listen up. Women, listen up. Pro Flowers is offering our listeners two dozen assorted roses and a free glass vase for just twenty nine ninety nine. And these roses are gorgeous. Or you can really be a hero. Really just do it right and upgrade the long stem red, long stem roses, excuse me, with a cherry red vase and chocolates for just $9.99 more, under $10 more. You can upgrade. And this vase is ornate. It's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. And, And the long stem, two dozen assorted roses, a free glass vase. Oh, man, you can't go wrong. And chocolates, chocolates. Tell me, a lady that doesn't like chocolates? Well, I'll tell you what, it's just a a great package. Go to proflowers.com. Use our code HAGMAN. That's proflowers.com. You've got to use our code HAGMAN. You'll see a box in the upper right. It's a blue one. And if you're watching on YouTube, check it out right now. See Eric hovering over it? Look how easy that is. Bang. Click on that. And see the dialog pop box that pops up? Just type in Hagman. H-A-G-M-A-N-N. But folks, don't wait. Don't wait any longer. Send them to her this week. You see, when her coworkers, well, gush over her gift of flowers or chocolates, whatever it might be, all of it, You'll know. You'll know that you did Valentine's Day right. You'll know that you made her week. Pro Flowers is quick. It's easy. Delivery is fast. It's guaranteed for Valentine's Day. They're guaranteed to last seven days, the flowers. Oh, and we've had flowers here. No, they don't last at all. These last a long time. 
my wife, I, we are customers and happy customers at that. Folks, you can't beat the price. You can't beat the convenience. Proflowers takes care of the details. You get the glory. And uh, I just, you know, I just like them because they're they're fast, they're easy. The website's easy. The product is you can't beat it. The the flowers, you just can't beat it. And they've got so much other things. Just uh, I I love giving flowers to to people that are special to me because flowers are special. Okay. Go to proflowers.com. Click on the blue microphone in the top right corner and type in Hagman. That's all you got to do. Proflowers.com. Click on the blue microphone at the top right corner and type in the word Hagman. That's proflowers.com. Hagman. Don't wait. Folks, don't wait. Order today. This deal does expire Friday. Getting back to our program, it's interesting that what we're seeing with respect to the Center for Medical Progress, the prosecution of the people who exposed this, well, the American, many people in the American and the West, the American public in the West, they're thinking good because their perception is skewed. And it's skewed from the propaganda that has been really refined from this nefarious organization. Think about the Christian uh, body of congregants in the United States. And we talked at length and continue to talk at length at how we tear each other down inside the church. Think of how the the perception of individual Christians have been changed through the doctrine of, of demons that the churches um, really unknowingly embrace, like creep into their church and before you know it are being preached from the pulpits. That's right. This goes right back. So, I mean, it, it all goes back to one nucleus, one nucleus of power, of media, uh, of media. And the other aspect of this, you've got six media corporations, six choke points for your information. When you look 30, 40 years ago, you had hundreds. Now you have only six major media corporations. I think even 50 years ago, there was over 116. Um, well, there was a lot. And, and see, this is the other aspect of this. The offensive now by the Tavistock is to come after alternative media outlets. So organizations like ours, uh, J.B. Wells, Alex Jones, uh, uh, Dave Hodges, uh, uh, anyone with a radio program, they're targets. They're going to be targets, and they're going to be taken down. The public perception about us, about patriots, about constitutionalists, about anti-abortionists, about Christians in general, that perception is being molded by this this organization. And look no further than the Southern Poverty Law Center, because all those who stand for righteousness and uh, the atrocities of the elite not to be committed upon our population listed as hate groups or on hate watch lists or called terrorists or domestic extremists. Yes. The moral fiber of, of our nation has got to be has got to be changed. The American workers, for example, and workers throughout the West, they've got to be demoralized in uh, by creating mass unemployment, for example. They've got, the demoralization can be advanced as a, as a science, for example. 
in a psycho- a psychology. You know, we talk about the Baltic Dry Index being low because, uh, which suggests that that um, the uh, uh, commodities are not coming over into the United States. Well, it's below 300 for the first time in history. For the first time in history since January 1st, 1985. But what's the? Okay, that's more of a symptom. That's not a problem. That's a symptom. That's a measuring stick. All right. So, <clears throat> the but but having said all of that. When you're, when you're attacking the middle class, when you're creating unemployment, there's something else that goes with it. The demoralization. The, the, uh, when you're attacking the, the, the middle class, you've got to, well, you've got to throw out something to replace what's being torn down. Isn't it interesting that, um, as jobs dwindle due to the zero growth that we talked about the policies that have been introduced by organizations like the club of rome um the cfr the trilateral commission they create the policy tavistock sells the policy and we are the recipients of the propaganda of that policy and the recipients of the terrible conditions that follow from the changes brought about through the policies. That's exactly right. And the top-down reversals, for example, of individual rights-based social contracts, the, just think of this, the United States Constitution, why is it being ignored? Huh? You know, uh, why, uh, well, what about the nuclear family, the, you know, the traditional American family? That's been really radically changed. You see, um, top-down reversals, of individual rights-based social contracts. U.S. Constitution, and I say that again, that requires, when you look very closely at that, you might think it's just without that, you might think it's a, it's an issue that it's, it stands alone, but it does require the destruction. When you, when you start to, to do a post-mortem on, on things, or start to look very closely, to destroy the social contracts, to destroy the law, the, the framework of the Constitution, you've got to, to destroy parental authority, and then you've got to replace the parent with the state. And this is what Hillary Clinton has been doing all of her life. Remember, it takes a village. But see, the artifacts from this, the consequences of this, we're, we're seeing we're seeing the, the methods and we're seeing the consequences. We're seeing the methods, the objectives, now the consequences through crisis what we're seeing exquisite plans to produce a cascading effect toward mass programming which will effectively render the constitution null and void did you catch how that's a, that's a symbiotic relationship there yeah okay the elite cannot possibly accomplish what they want to accomplish the power brokers without this coup the silent coup that's taking place they can't they can't ac- accomplish this legally and overtly because of the rational arguments against it so they require powerful cultural shaping methods employed through mind control over generations to manipulate the irrational subconscious mind and that's where Tavistock comes in the youth our children they are being encouraged by many things, by the games today, you know, the by the 140 character limit on Twitter, by uh, Facebook, by the computer. A generation ago was rock and roll. 
Oh, my goodness, well, you're one of those people. You know, No, no, look. Look at where all of this comes from. Well, <clears throat> I, I hope you can see this for what it is. I hope you can see this as the method means and ultimately the uh, the playbook of the power the powers in 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 the in the United States and and throughout the west and it's coming right from the city of London and it's affecting every part of our lives it's affecting and it's making war very very popular it, this is this right now what we're seeing here through the american corporations as well as those based in in the UK they're selling you on world war 3 they're preparing you for World War III. Now, is that inevitable? They want you to think it is. Can we change it? Yes, with knowledge. But if we don't change it, we're on the road to World War III. You see, World War III is, is a fait accompli uh, but by the people in power. Why? Population reduction. Uh, and, and, of course, the chaos stemming from this. The Zika virus, Zika virus, Zika virus, however you want to pronounce it. What are they saying to do? Oh, don't have children. They're taking. Yeah. It, it, look in 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 uh, the the, sub, uh, the continent of Africa. They're they're actually taking pregnant women women out to sea in international waters on huge boats and having giving them abortions w- if they want during the first trimester trimester because of the the fear of the uh, Zika Zika virus whatever however again however you want to pronounce it. Did you know that? And of course, on I the news, yeah, and on the news now, it's like, wait, now we don't have children because children could be born with micro heads, smaller heads. You see the syndrome, but you know what? Twenty-five thousand children a year are born that way, and statistically, it's twenty-five thousand. Yeah, yes, and uh, it is because primarily of drugs, misuse of drugs. But the, the attack right here, and, and I, I have to give John, Dr. John Coleman so much credit for the work he has done. This just scratches the surface. This just scratches the surface. But the propagandize, I mean, no group has done more to propagandize the U.S. to, to participate in the wars. World War One, World War Two, the Gulf War. The Gulf War. George Herbert Walker Bush. And the upcoming war. I just want to, real quick, uh, you talk about the uh, Gulf War. The Tavistock Institute victory over the Confederate, <laughs> Confederated Republic of the United States unfolding, it did unfold right in front of us. Did you miss it? You might have missed it. And now I'm going to close with this on the Tavistock because I think this is really telling, okay? If you, and, and this, this I'm citing from Dr. John Coleman's work, Committee 300, the revised fourth edition, and it's a, it's a great resource for you to have, but, uh, and I'm not going to read. I'm just going to reference, make a couple of reference points here because the the first Gulf War, and I remember myself falling for it, hook, line, and sinker. We all did, most of us anyway, most of us. You see, what, what took place? Um, I'm going to read. I'm just going to read the first paragraph of this chapter 21 by Dr. John Coleman because I think this is really interesting. The, ch- the chapter is titled The Decadence of the Tavistock Institute, Britain's Planned Identity Card, the multi- Multicultural Doctrine. He writes this. He said, we, not turn, we turn now to another aspect of the Tavistock Institute's victory over the United States, one that's unfolding before our very eyes. Now, this is back in 1991. 
talk shows featuring heavy sexual details, special video channels where perversion, rock and roll, drugs reign supreme. <laughs> where once John Wade ruled, we now had a man-made apology for a man called Michael Jackson. A parody of a human being who was held up as a hero as he gyrated on stage and he clutched his privates and, you know, mumbled and screamed his way across TV screens. Dangled right. his baby over uh, a balcony. It's crazy. Yes. And we see other programs where, you know, a woman who's been through a series of marriages gets national coverage and the some drug-riddled, uh, decadent rock star and rock band, one after another, they, they get freer time. Um, and he goes into this, man. He, I mean, he's really pounding away the, the pornography, the swearing, the, the, the moral and social decadence. Man, he's hitting this hard. I'm talking about Dr. Jungle. Now, whereas, he writes, in early 1960, this would never have been tolerated. Today, it's accepted as normal, and we're seeing this. The American people have been subjected to and have succumbed to what this Tavistock Institute calls future shocks. Paul McGuire talks about it. And didn't we hear future shocks somewhere? Mm Mm-hmm. Isn't that a book? Future shock? Newt Gingrich wants you to read future shock. The conservative, bastion of conservatism. Newt Gingrich. Required reading, according to... Newt Gingrich, Future Shock. Got to read it. But the Tavistock is molding public opinion. And he's a conservative. Anyway, real quick. In 1991, um, or I'm going to just real quick here. In 1986, the Committee of 300 ordered uh, certain pressures to be turned up, and the United States was not going downhill fast enough. So the U.S. began to... Well, they, they began to process or introduce numerous future shocks. No, I'm not referring to the book, of course, and no, I'm referring to events. Um, one of the future shocks was recognizing, for example, the butchers of Cambodia, the criminal Pol Pot regime. Do you remember this from recent history? Self-confessors to the murder of more than 2 million Cambodian citizens. Now, in 1991, and this is where I'm going I'm to really kind of close this out, we went to war with Iraq. The U.S. went to war with Iraq. Well, first Gulf War. Yeah, first Gulf War. Remember, uh, Desert Shield turned into Desert Storm. Well, the backdrop, and, and folks, you know the backdrop to this. The Bush administration accused Saddam Hussein of the uh, invading Kuwait, Killing and maiming its uh, the children of Kuwait. Remember the incubator story? That was Wait. all made up. He accused the U.S. of invading Kuwait. I'm sorry. Thank you for thank you. Because I thought he got per- permission from the U.S. to do so, and then when he well, did, he did. See, April April Gillespie. You're right. I mean, and and the, this is something that uh, April Gillespie. It is man. You talk about an incredible situation. Um, she. she let me just see here. I can grab that because that's a really great, uh, a great, a great part here. April Gillespie actually uh, was set up to take the fall, and here it is, her testimony. But the nineteen after the Gulf War, well, all right, George Bush acting for the Committee of Three Hundred and the Petroleum Industry 
they imposed a very drastic censorship about the news coming out of Iraq after the Gulf War and even before the Gulf War. The American people were, um, well, the American people thought, hey, it's good uh, for the war effort if we kind of censor what's coming out of Iraq. And, and remember the um, the embedded journalists over there. Well, April Glaspie, I'm sorry, April Glaspie, the State Department, uh, uh, she, she she was kept on ice after the Gulf War, and this is I'm just responding to what you said, Joe. The uh, uh, Saddam Hussein was basically lured into believing it was okay to to go into a wait, yeah, uh, Kuwait, yeah. All right, so George, uh, so that uh, George Herbert Walker Bush, who was working on behalf of the Committee of 300, would have an excuse to invade Iraq, and you can find verification of this through the testimony of April Glaspie. Now, remember, uh, it, it was you, you got to understand the context. It was in the context that Glaspie Glaspie had her first meeting with with Hussein uh, back right before the uh, Operation Desert Desert Shield and Desert Storm. Glaspie herself had uh, uh, had an urgent message for Hussein uh, from George Bush. In her ambassadorship to Iraq, it's interesting because it was her first private audience with Saddam Hussein, and it was also to be her last. What, what I'm talking about is April Glaspie saying to Saddam Hussein, Mr. Bush, do what you want. He says it's okay, everything's cool, we're not going to interfere. If you happen to go in and take over the oil, the petroleum oil wells and such uh, in Kuwait, it's okay with us. After the, um, well, I'll just say this, in, in Baghdad, there were British journalists, the journalists who obtained uh, the tape and transcript of the meeting that Gillespie had with Saddam Hussein. It was a meeting that took place on July 25, 1990. However, it was expunged from the records here in the United States and kept silent during and after the war. In fact, April Gillespie was brought back from Iraq and kept on ice, so to speak. The journalists that were embedded there um, during, before, during, and after the, the Gulf War were also complicit in this. Um, so to, to answer your question, or to, to make reference to what you said, there is a, um, a transcript of the meeting that, uh, uh, that, that was recorded and retained by the British, and uh, by the British, actually, by Britain which has come out since that time, that vindicates, if you will, or says, hey, uh, Hussein was actually led to invade Iraq by George Herbert Walker Bush on behalf of the Committee of 300, and the entire lie before, during, and after was fashioned by and sold to the American people by the Stavistock Institute and its American counterparts, the counterparts that I mentioned and that's that part of it. So we fast forward to today, and here we have a complete and utter uh, program of brainwashing that is as much active as much on the left as it is on the right, or the right as it is on the left. You've got individuals who have talk shows and have television shows and who write write uh, columns for newspapers and columns for the internet who are either paid directly by the Tavistock Institute or are programmed 
willing participants or winning unwitting participants by the Tavistock Institute. Bottom line here. They are the Madison Avenue of propaganda. That's what, that's what it is. And they make, they make the, uh, uh, eugenics program, the abortion, um, the abortion, uh, uh, the infanticide. They make it all okay. Or want you to think it's all okay. Got an email from, from somebody saying, and, uh, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Kelly, thank you so much. She writes, the woman has a right to do whatever she wants with her body. However, it's not her body that's being aborted. It's someone else's body that's being aborted. But see, great point. Yeah. And, and that's exactly right. But, but isn't it interesting how the mantra of my body, my choice extends to the unborn child? That is classic Tavistock. Classic. And until you understand the small little peculiarities of that, you know, then you won't understand how we have to argue or debate. I shouldn't say argue, but how we have to debate and understand how we're being lied to. And that's a fantastic illustration because it's not, I mean, that's not even the argument. Like the fact that who, uh, of a woman who's pregnant, uh, who per se, let's say they were shot in the stomach and killed and the baby died. Therefore, the person who committed the crime would be charged with two murders. The woman and her her unborn baby. Yeah, yeah. There is no crime that um, for abortion, which is the same thing as you know going in the mother's womb and killing the baby. So the question Except is, there's a, a if they used if the, if, the, if the abortion doctors used a gun, would that be? I guess that'd be a problem, wouldn't it? I saw a bumper sticker along those lines. I think we got one from a listener. Yes. yes. Uh, would you know? Would liberals care if abortions were committed with a gun? That's a great question. I would say probably not. And you know, as we know and have said many times on this show, abortions are nothing more than the ancient uh, Israeli practice of Is- sacrificing. Israeli. You mean the 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 devil worship. Of sacrificing the children to Moloch. No, 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 hold on a second, because people are going to say, wait a minute, Israeli practice? Okay, the ancient Jews, the Jews who were taken out of Egypt to worship the golden bull. Uh, all throughout the, the history of the Jewish people, there have been two seed lines, as we talked about exactly. last time. Exactly. Thank you for that clarification, because people are going to say, wait a minute. Right. Not, you're, you not, know, we're being anti-Semitic. No, 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 no. no, no this no, is no. something totally different. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and there have been two seed lines in Israel. Uh, since the beginning and of man and man's fall, and there have been, you know, uh, the first family, Adam and Eve, had their son Cain kill Abel. That's right. And in John three, we read this yesterday. Uh, three, one, I believe it says, you know, we are are of Jesus Christ, not of uh, Cain, who was of the devil, of the wicked one. And through these two seed lines, we have uh, the. Uh, cosmic battle of good versus evil that's right where now we see that the evil is being looked upon and as being um for pop culture purposes made as looking cool as looking good with their new show lucifer on fox news giving bad a good name we see it when the ten commandments are removed from uh municipal courthouse steps well, at the same time, we see satanic black magic rituals being conducted on those same steps where the Ten Commandments once stood. Not only is there a uh, Baphomet statue sitting where the Ten Commandments were, where the Ten Commandments were removed legally by some, uh, you know, pencil-pushing lawyer who hates religion or hates the Lord, but now 
Not only are these Baphomet statues standing where the commandments once were, they're performing actual satanic masses where those Ten Commandments once were. Once were, and there would never be allowed a Christian mass to be performed at a, at a, a town hall's Ten Commandments uh, statue. Those had to be removed. But now, not only is the statue there, the uh, dark masses of evil are being conducted on those same steps where they refuse to put God's law. There That's why go, this man. country will be destroyed and destroyed quickly. Well, it, it, it's infanticide is a satanic ritualist sacrifice. And uh, abortion well. and infanticide are two different things. Abortion is the uh, removal of the fetus or the murder of the baby while in the womb of the mother infanticide is the killing of the born baby after the birth thanks for thanks for up to 3 years thank old thank you very much for uh you know explain or illustrating the point of the mind control now hold on a second if you believe life begins at the, at the moment of conception there is no difference between abortion and infanticide period this is why uh north dakota adopted real strict abortion laws which the uh, judges without authority use their fiat authority to stop the uh, what they determine to be too much too invasive uh, on women to not allow abortions on uh, pregnant women whose babies registered a heartbeat. That mo- that law was thrown out after being passed by the House and Senate and signed by the governor. A smaller, lower court ruling in North Dakota got rid of that law. Interesting. Because, you know, how horrible would it be for you have to hear, have to hear while sitting at the abortion table, the heartbeat of the living person inside you that you are about to eradicate. You know, because that might be too much for the person getting the abortion. They might change their mind at that moment, realizing that this is a person with a heartbeat. So instead, <clears throat> they change the laws, you know, almost that, so that the heartbeat is, a, is a, would be offensive to the person getting an abortion. It actually becomes irrelevant, if you will. And, and it shouldn't, obviously, because... But, but nonetheless, I, I mean, you go back to when does life begin? But... It, it's it, it, once more we're looking at a situation where the mind control and and uh, propaganda is just rife. Bob in Guatemala, I'm going to switch to this. Bob in Guatemala, thank you so much. When we spoke about the uh, Zika virus, and I, and I do want to cite uh, John Rappaport, who was I believe he was on with uh, Ted Brewer on his show the other day. Uh, Bob in Guatemala says, uh, "Hey guys, the twenty five thousand uh, is the number of microencephaly." In the United States per year. This is from John Rappaport. Um, no proof that Zika causes it, like you said, due to drugs, chemicals, and such pesticides. Just to yeah. clarify that. Thank you, Bob. And, you know, Ted came on our show last Friday. Yep. And talked about the Zika virus. And the Zika virus is really in the early stages of our understanding, especially here in America. And it has come upon us, um, you know, in a frenzy. And I saw another, uh, I think it was either John Rappaport doing his own individual report, or it was another uh, alternative media, uh, very well-known alternative media uh, personality, 
who talked about the hoax, and Alex Jones had a doctor on yep. uh, last week who said that this was a hoax and brought up the fact that, you know, not only is Brazil, um, does Brazil and has Brazil already had some of the highest birth defect rates in the world. Oh, yeah. The presence of pesticides is higher there than anywhere else in the world. But 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 really, there's no nothing to see here. There's no connection, so don't worry about it. <laughs> well, the connections are the connections that they create, which you know uh, they want to say is the Zika virus uh, creates the conditions of babies being born with small heads. You know, in Washington State last week or two weeks ago, there were seven babies born with no brains. I mean. There's no, you know, we don't see the rush to say, hey, this was a, a the Zika virus, you know, spreading to Washington. And I don't know, the whole, the more, from what Ted said Friday, the more we see about the Zika virus unfolding in the yep. mainstream media, the less sense it makes that it is actually what it says it is. Absolutely. And there it is. There it is. And it's it's serving multiple purposes, including mm-hmm. the population control. And how how much, see... People are being sold into servitude and being trained to like it. So how much, how great is it to have voluntary population control? And this is doing it in part. I mean, that's just part of it. Yeah. And, um, you know, we <laughs> talked a little bit yesterday about the RFID and whatnot and the uh, healthcare initiative that was going to be mandatory and rolled out by 2018. And we talked about the emergency clause that allows for the uh, inc- the rapid deployment of this uh, digital health technology. Well, there are plans in order or already in the works which have to do with this exactly, the emergency provisions of the um, electronic health records. And... With these provisions, and I'm going to pull this up here, I sent you an email uh, with this in it yesterday, and with the provisions, it says that, you know, it can be an emergency that is... Um, it could be anything. I mean, any, any declared... But it can also be for non-emergencies, under well, a pretext of emergency. The, uh, it's called emergency preparedness and response, emergency use of author, authorization, where they also go on to say later in the same write-up, this write-up being done by the government, that you don't need the emergency use for authorization, that it can be implemented, uh, without. At will. Yeah. Period. No emergency needed. Well, right. But, I mean, it doesn't even matter because the medical martial law is a component or is, 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 it's here. I mean, it, it's allowable. Um, it's permissible and it's unlawful, but it's okay. <laughs> okay. So, but the other thing I, I wanted to, to talk about too, because this kind of, this really, uh, ties a lot of other things together, including the medical side of things, whether it be the virus, Zika virus, or whether it be, no, it doesn't really matter. It, it kind of it kind of connects everything. Did you know, did you know that uh, representatives, and I, where have you heard this, representatives of 12 different countries today signed the Trans-Pacific Partnership Agreement in New Zealand. Now, let me ask you, did... <clears throat> 
Who, who talked about this on, on, on the, in the mainstream media for any length of time? Did anyone talk about this? No. Sure they did. Have a stock at work. Oh, they talked about it, but they talked about it in a way that was positive for the American workers, positive for the economy well, of America. Go. Yeah. You know, uh, this was something that but, uh, needed to be done. But wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Weren't we supposed to have, weren't we supposed to have a 90 day, 90 days to discuss this, to debate this? <laughs> yeah. there, there was supposed to be a, a, a 90 day period from the time that the text of the uh, treaty, yes, treaty was released before the U.S. could actually sign on to the agreement. 90 days. Three months, that was the agreement. Well, you know what they did? They decided that, I mean, usually they, they do leave 90-day comment sections or periods open for public and other professionals. Oh, this is required reading because uh, uh, be, between releasing the text and before the U.S. could actually sign on to the agreement. Right. This is required yeah. and it, it, in order to allow debate before signing. But guess what? I have a feeling no comment, <coughs> opinion, or any other law or reason uh, was going to stop this regardless. They knew that, so they said, let's just push it through because uh, there is nothing that can be said, done, shown that will change this because this is a pillar of the New World Order's implementation plan is the international trade, the world without borders. Now, technically... The Trans-Pacific Partnership uh, will enter, will 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 take, uh, will be activated sixty days after all the signers ratify it. Now, if that doesn't happen within two years, if at least six of the twelve uh, participating countries ratify it, and those six countries account for eighty-five percent of the combined gross domestic product of the 12 countries. So, I want to make sure you understand that. If the U.S. doesn't ratify it, think about this. If the U.S. doesn't ratify it, the Trans-Pacific Partnership is pretty much DOA. However, now the U.S. needs a majority of both houses of Congress to approve it, just like a regular uh, bill would be. This is this is not a, a treaty, so they're treating it like a regular bill. Now, this is not a hundred percent certain right now whether it's going to be ratified. But, um, well, the TPP ain't going anywhere, right? One might say, "Wait a minute, it's not going to be ratified, so don't worry about it." But you know, here's the problem: when you enter into a treaty, and specifically the TPP, you've got to, like the Small Arms Trade Treaty, for example, you, um, the country has to act like they signed it, okay, or they ratified it or approved it, whatever it might be, uh, while they're a signatory on the bill, and that's the same way with the TPP. So. Does your vote count, or does the vote for the United States count? Mount one can argue, not really, but technically yes, but in practicality, no. So the TPP will enter into, will be activated uh, uh, sixty days after the all signers ratify it, and if that doesn't happen within two years, if at least six of the twelve participant. Uh, participating countries ratify it, and those six countries have to account for 85% of the GDP of the 12 countries. Bottom line, they need the United States in order to, to, to ratify it. 
uh, without the United States, it's dead. However, it's still not dead. It's the most undead, potentially dead thing around. If you got that, it's, it's real simple. Did you get it? It's it's the most undead of, I the, heard it. of the dead uh, <laughs> things. But, but but really, and and please understand this: the tr- Trans-Pacific Partnership is NAFTA, GATT, World Trade Organization. I mean, all of this on steroids. You've got to understand that Trans- this is going to change. Treaty. Yeah, this is going to change. And and the, the Atlantic counterpart, well. The Atlantic counterpart is is takes care of the Atlantic side. So this is what you're looking at right now, folks, with the TPP is the new world financial order or the new financial world order or whatever, however. But this is it. Just as the Affordable Care, Obamacare, took over a quarter of our nation's economy, not only this that. has taken over the, the, the entire globe. Not only has the Obamacare legislation taken over a quarter of the nation's economy, it's going to take over 100% of the nation's population. Of and course it's going it is. to monitor and control what you intake. And I was reading today uh, some FDA points of the more subtle, lesser-known provisions of some of the agendas they have. Well, before this implementation of the RFID and the medical record is the initiative against tobacco where they talk about having people come to your house and having interventions into your life about your tobacco use. But it's okay to roll up a fatty there, light them up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously. It, it, it was just startling to me. Before the, you know, we see the invasion of um, mandatory personal health records uh, shared over an electronic health record that uses a implantable transmitting device that not only shares your information with doctor's offices but is basically used as a treasure trove of information for advertisers and all sorts of other unhealth um, related aspects that they profit from Mm. which is why they need your every your mind everybody's participation sure they plan on implementing the one world economic system through the use of this technology but they're concerned with the um, tobacco use and they want to have actual interventions and re-education on how to change a person's uh you know wants and behaviors Let's see. Can you feel the love? Can you, can you feel the love behind this? Oh, there's we no care about you. We care it. about you. We care. We care about your health. So we're gonna. We care about your health because yeah. we want to save money. We well, care about your health because yeah. we want to control your behavior. But see, so you'd think, okay, you, you or rationally, you'd because think it well, mentions spend, spending habits also. But, right. The same. But but don't you think though that that this can be used as an argument against the conspiracy theorists or the, the the perpetrators of the conspiracy theories out there who would say, you wait a minute, uh, wait wait. Well, if that's the case, they should be uh, wanting people to smoke, smoke more, smoke a ton. Ah, uh, well, you know. See, again, this is the conditioning, and this is the, um, uh, you gotta understand the, the methods and modes, how this is operated. And this goes right back to the, to the propaganda. I mean, they talk about the intervention, uh, based on tobacco use. Can you envision a day when they're gonna have an interve- intervention based on your eating habits? 
Yeah, you well, know, it's, hey, it's, Rob, it will happen. You need a salad at work today, and you did not do your thirty it, it, minutes it, mandatory exercise. It's going to happen. It's it, look. It's going it, it, to every aspect of your life is going to be transparent. I want to thank Francesca uh, out of uh, uh, Canada. Uh, she, she's a listener in Canada. Thank you so much. Here in Toronto, uh, she she's uh, wrote, wrote us. And folks, you can write us at uh, studio at hagman and hagman dot com if you want to send something our way. Studio at hagman and hagman dot com. Francesca writes this, uh, here in Toronto, Canada, they're reporting that the Zika virus or Zika virus can be sexually transmitted. <laughs> so they're advi- now, they hear, this is great. So they're advising women to refrain from having unprotected sex. Plus, okay. Having this, babies. Now, now this is reported on 680 News out of Toronto. I, I actually can get six, uh, AM 640 and I believe it is 680 and then there's, uh, one out of Windsor, but, but, okay, so. In Canada, hey, it's sexually transmitted now. It's been proven. All right, so don't you got to have protected sex? They're not saying abstain, of course. They're just saying you've got to have protected sex, and by protected sex, that means obviously uh, birth control, including you know the well, it, you know what it means. So in Brazil, there you go. The deployment of two hundred twenty thousand troops to combat mosquitoes. Yeah, you big, can be big assured. Now, you can see them walking around the Marines. They got a, they got an M1 and then a no. Weisswater. You know, in the uh, in in what was it, World War One, maybe before that, in the Civil War, where they had the muskets with the bayonets on them. Yes. Yeah, they're going to have the AKs the with the flying. There you go. Or the, yes. <laughs> well, all right. So this is kind of bringing up to the present, and this is what's going on here, and and and. The TPP is simmering in the background, and it's gonna, it's really gonna be a huge issue. However, again, no one is talking about this. It's being covered up by the elections. It's, and I can just about guarantee you, it won't matter who gets in office, they are going to push the TPP. I don't care if it's Republican or Democrat, they're gonna push the TPP because it's not up to them. It's up to the people in the power. And I think Trump was one of the only people to speak against it. All other candidates were on board and for it. It's it's a it's a bad deal for for everybody. Even Cruz uh, yeah. said that this is something that is needed by our CFR. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, and the big and it's big one banks. of the communist planks. You know, Absolutely. international trade. Um, uh, getting America involved in, in international trade treaties. Of course, and, and we, this. Again, can I tell you that we are being uh, propagandized, and, and and there you have it too. If you go back and, and look at the references, the material I, I referenced here, uh, the two books back in the early 20th century, it does talk about the decline of Western civilization by uh, Oswald Spengler and the climax of civilization, as written by Korea Moylan Walsh. They talk about this very thing that, but, but see, in order for these treaties and these, these, in order for all this to, to, to be acceptable and accepted, they've got to destroy the foundations of, of our culture. They've got to rewrite, rewrite the way that we look at things and whether it's our, our morality or the acceptance of, 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 uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter. This is key. So, this is why uh, abortion's okay, eugenics is okay in theory. Okay, you've got to kind of stay, take a step back and understand that. Well, it's for the greater, you know, you murder the unborn for the greater good. 
Well, this is this is what it's all about, and uh, you know it, it's interesting because I did get a, a really a, you know it's, it's amazing how many people uh, to 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 how many people that listen to this show and they send these these uh, these idiotic and and vile and hateful emails, and, and you just you know what you just it's just amazing because uh, uh, I don't know I, I think a misogynist wrote this or at least a psychopath. Uh, I'm not allowed to say that I guess on the air, but anyway. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to address this, but but the fact of the matter is, you know, when when you're when you're tearing down the the morality of a country, the nuclear family, it really is representative of the, uh, the social and moral fabric, not just of our of our of our culture, but also of our Judeo Christian principles. So, anyway. Yeah, and the closing thoughts on the Tavistock, the ability to psychologically influence and affect the perception and behaviors of not only um, regular everyday masses of people, but of leaders, uh, entire populations and and different groups, the influence operations employ uh, capabilities to affect the behaviors, to protect operations, to communicate command... The, the intent of the people perpetrating uh, the agenda. It is uh, an information war with the desired efforts of cognitive dominance. And these are uh, to change behaviors in an adversary's decision cycle, behaviors and uh, influences. And what they do is they use all uh, all avenues that are used by people, whether it's a billboard advertisement on a highway to a popular, you know, the most popular cable news show, to project untruthful information or to spin a truth or a a good story, a a good person standing up for the right thing, to spin it under... um, under their agenda in order to make those people bad. Like the Center for American Progress is a great example. They take a person who, and, and a group of people who have uh, dedicated their time, effort to exposing the evil, just the absolute darkest evil of this earth, and these people take their time and their money and their efforts and they diligently work hard to make sure that they get it right and expose the evil where it lies. In turn, the news, along with the government administrations, spin this to make them be the bad people. Because they expose the evil. Now they are the ones facing charges. They are the ones who are uh, in the wrong. They are the ones who now are the targets. And this is all being done by being able to shape the perception, not only of certain uh, decision makers and people of influence but the mass society in general and this is a tactic of psychological warfare which when I say psychological warfare this is a tactic of war that is used in war real war very much right on the money thank you yes yes it is combat only combat of the mind through information and the perception of that information and how it's presented. Absolutely. I almost said something I shouldn't have said. Absolutely. (laughs) Did you catch that, Eric? All right. And a lot of the times... I I saw him driving for the red button. I I just saw... 
A lot of times the uh, most effective lie, psychological operation, or spin is the spin that in lies that incorporate partial truths, which we see so often. Uh, You got that right. No, and and it's about time. It's about time. Now now we understand. And you know... This is that was perfect. That was right on the money. That was perfect. That was exactly right. This is this is nothing more. Well, you said it. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm just not gonna go any further than that. You got it, folks. I I am just so pleased. Uh, you know what? We gotta open the phone lines for this for the last hour. What do you think? Can we do that? Or we? I to do would that? love to do that. We gotta at least once a mind. week here yeah. from our our loving audience. And if you want to call in. Uh, and be a part of the show. You want to share your questions, comments, concerns? You can do so at 844-769-2944. That's 844-769-2944. Anything you want to talk about? Well, maybe. We can't talk about sports. In the parameters. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> no, no. I mean, seriously. Yeah, what's on your mind? And, uh, uh, love to hear from you. Love to hear from you. 844-769-2944. One more time. 844-769-2944. And you know what? We ask you just to kind of be concise and quick because we got, want to go through a lot of, as many calls as possible. All right. That's our objective. And we really want to hear what everyone's got to say. It'd be great. And so, folks wondering why I'm wearing a hat. This is one of the prototypes of the Hagman and Hagman, um, yep. hats, t-shirts, and mugs that we have ordered. Uh, there are a number of different styles. Yeah, here we go. Uh, this, this is a red and white one, Hagman and Hagman on the front with, uh, fighting the New World Order agenda underneath it and on the back, Watchmen Unleashed. Uh, same, this is a, a different style with King. And, and a coffee mug, you know. Again, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, all, all available at the gift shop as you exit the studio. The first door on your left open from 10 to 10.15 tonight. And, uh, if you're not here in studio, well, I'm sorry, you know. These no, will be a Dallas, uh, available yeah. in Dallas, Texas at the Hear the Watchman conference. That's right. You know, many people, if you've ever been to a conference, you see authors who are speakers there. Just have um, <laughs> boxes and boxes of books and books that they sell because a lot of times that's where many make their money. Yeah, you know what? we're going to be talking we about. Books. No, we're going to be talking about this too uh, about the uh, people that made these. And, and people have been asking, uh, pleading with us to bring something that they can buy and purchase that says Hagman and Hagman on it that can represent the show. By wearing it on a hat or teacher. I brought him last time and no one wanted him. <laughs> so, Folks, this is so. the idea we have. We'll be right back after yeah. this with your phone calls after these short messages. This is the Global Star Radio Network. Welcome back to the Hagman and Hagman Report. Your phone calls up next. We're going to get right into the phone banks. Do you have the phones? All right.
right. Yeah, right back. Uh, we're right back into the we're right back into the program with your comments, your questions, your concerns. And before we do, I just want to mention AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com, folks. They are the go-to company for all things survival-related, long-term survival food. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, lady or studio dog. She she was laying here right by our feet. Uh, loves the uh, long-term survival bananas. Loves those, man. And I'll tell you, uh, they have the best-tasting long-term survival food. You don't have to eat paste, wallpaper, and cardboard. No, you don't. And you will be snacking on using your food uh, uh, with the sans emergency. I mean, it's that good. In fact, they've got the marvelous shelf life. And, folks, if you go to americansurvivalwholesale.com, you do some price shopping. They can offer you, for example, the Thrive products. Um, as as one example, you try to find lower prices. You're not going to do it. And they have just such a great selection, just a just a fantastic selection of of long term storable food. Just great company. It's a Christian owned, veteran owned company. That's AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. And also, they're a sponsor for Here's the Watchman. All right, so the conference that's going to be, we're going to be out next month. Well, just what, about uh, 40 some days away? Yeah, it's getting up there. The conference that's going to feature uh, J.B. Wells, Greg Jackson, Russ Dizdar, Pastor David Langford. Paul McGuire. Paul McGuire for one day. He's going to travel. He's going to be on, I mean, he's going to just, I, I don't even think, I think the plane's just going to stop or, or slow down and, you know. Michael Boldea, you you heard him on our program. You loved him. I mean, all the people that you know and love are going to be there. Let's say here's the Watchman Conference, and uh, the American Rebel Wholesale is a sponsor for that. It's going to be really interesting. It's going to be enlightening. It's going to be informative, the conference that is. It's going to be, you're going to walk away inspired, informed, and uh, just, uh, it's going it's to be a great time. Sitting down with J.B. Wells and, Again, all of the other luminaries that we mentioned, in spite of us, you're going to like it. So, but AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com, the the premier survival wholesale store on the internet. AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com, and I want to mention too, folks, block it, pocket, block it, pocket, block it, blanket, block it. This, huh. I'm going to tell you, if you have a cell phone and you hold it up to your ear, or if you hold it. it <laughs> if you if you have it in your pocket <laughs> and you're a guy or, or even a woman, I mean, these things are, are radiation, uh, uh, whatever. I mean, they, they just matters. Yeah, it's just ridiculous, folks. Block it, pocket. Talk about enhancing your health, protecting your privacy, protecting your data. I mean, aside from the radiation. More and more. And Eric the Tech can tell you that there's a lot. And he's going to be telling a lot of stuff because he's got a little corner that uh, at HagmanHagman.com he's going to be talking and uh, giving you the, the, the uh, ditty on on all things data-related. But anyway, Block & Pocket, they've got a great product. You uh, put your cell phone inside this. It does not work. People can't steal the data off your phone. You are completely under the radar. Your phone is not in use. It doesn't even show up. I mean, not even a blip on the radar screen. Block it, pocket, folks. Go to block it, pocket. Go to hagmanhagman.com. Click on the link to block it, pocket, and it's it's yellow. You can see it. Eric's doing it right there. He found it. See, go there and and have at. Uh, if you have a cell phone, and I purposely do not 
don't like them. Don't I don't want them. Last time I tried to use one, it was my wife's, and I couldn't find the dial pad. <laughs> I, well, when did that happen? When did they take the numbers off that thing? I, I, find, I finally put it in the trunk because <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, I just I put it in the trunk because I don't want. I, I, I remember uh, that. Yeah, you couldn't I, get an alarm to stop. No, I, yeah, <laughs> threw it in the trunk. Well, I, I was actually there. What's that face stuff? That, uh, face I'm on time. camera. <laughs> yeah. I'm on camera and it's a phone and I'm thinking, wait a minute, I, what's going on with this thing? Where are the numbers and why am I why am I looking at myself in this? And, and why is there somebody saying hello, hello, hello? I don't know who I called, but all I could see was me. So I just I, I just I I don't know. So I was I was, I was at the hospital with her mother, I think it was. When, right yeah, before she passed away. So I opened the trunk of the car and put it in and shut the trunk. I said, hey man, yeah, she wanted me to call somebody i can't remember what it was but anyway so i can't handle it so anyway that, that's my story i'm sticking to it block it pocket go there and let them know you heard it on the hagman report all right this hour we're going to take your calls 844-769-2944 is the number we got a full bank now and we're going to start by going to wyatt. wyatt wyatt joins us from montana welcome to the hagman and hagman report hey there guys hey man How's it going this evening? Well, I uh, I don't know. It's you tell going. us. Oh well, it's it's going. Uh, I uh, I just wanted to say I've been uh, listening to you guys for about three years. I'm like 24, turning 25 this month on the 20th, and uh, I uh, didn't grow up in a Christian home or whatever. I'm not going to go into details because I know to make the calls and stuff concise and whatnot. But I just wanted to talk to. You know, just to, to to everybody out there that's uh, you know, that's struggling with, you know, uh, that had ever struggled with uh, addictions or or whatever else or you know anything that we've ever faced in our lives, you know, like uh, been beaten down and you know there's deception and there's a uh, you know like the religious pharisaical spirit or just all this stuff. I mean, all of us yep. we don't struggle against against flesh and blood. It's a uh, it's a. Uh, it's just amazing to uh, to really uh, you know find that uh, when the Holy Ghost really starts speaking to you about stuff, and it's you know we're, there is nothing that can stand against us if uh, you know we're really seeking seeking Jesus in 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 everything, and you know his his power is is above all, his name is above all, and it's just uh, it's really <laughs> encouraging all the time. You know, and um, you know, just I just want to thank you guys for what you do. Everyone out there is listening and everything like that. I mean, I'm uh, I don't know who I'll ever meet, and it's, it's whatnot. I'm hoping to go to hear the Watchmen here in uh, in March, but I'm uh, working on fixing a lot of the stuff in my past and debt and stuff and whatnot. But you know, we're we're all missionaries. We don't have to go to a foreign land because. Uh, being born again, we're not of this earth, and we are sojourners here. So it's uh, it's always important, and it's always uh, we're always able to to witness and uh, for Christ's power to come out through stuff. And just the more that we seek Him and learn learn to do spiritual warfare, uh, you know, we got to take back all the land that the enemy stolen inside people, and you know, think of think of the unsaved and go go into the places to be believers like uh, Philip and. You know, all of them, because it's really, and we we got nothing to lose. We have everything to gain. It's uh, that's it's, right. Uh, You're right. You know, yeah. 
Wow. Well, I'll tell you, thank you for your three-year listenership, Wyatt, and uh, we hope to meet you. And if you do come out to uh, uh, Texas, we uh, you know, look us up, and I will remember your name. So will Joe, and we'll buy a cup of coffee, and uh, it'll, it'll be a it'll be a fun time. Three years, yep. and, and, um, you're, and you're still listening. That's coffee. that's good. All right. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, well, thank you, thank you so much for calling. God bless, buddy. Have a good night, Wyatt. God bless. Where's Wyatt, man? All right. We have uh, with us our studio dog, Lainey. Yeah, she's up. uh, Actually, uh, uh, look how cute she is. Yeah, she, she. Oh, my. Sorry, I'm not going to tell you the story about uh, her running through the mud today. All right, (laughs) all right. Let's go back to the next from Virginia. We're going to go to Maria. Welcome to the Hagman and Hagman Report. Hi guys, it's hey. so nice to see Lady. I'm glad she came up like that, so we could really see you petting her. That does her hearts good. Yeah, no, she, she, she's uh, she's camera shy. She Normally she is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. She's a darling, and you know when when stuff gets rough out there, we need to see sweet, innocent, beautiful, loving animals like that, and, and this kind of affection. It's it doesn't really does her hearts good. I I think that's a gift that God's really given us. Yeah, I, I do too, and and uh, you know it's it's we 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 let her in here. She has the, the the run of the studio, run of the office, and it's it's fun, you know. So, um, and, and she nice. knows, you know, she she really knows uh, when people are stressed, when you know, but she loves the the whole tones music, and she kind of lays down and and kicks back with when that's on. So, but it's great I to hear from you, and and just for the if I can, I just want to say for the uh, listeners who don't know, this is uh, Maria Canis author of Prepare for Persecution, a number of other books, fantastic books. So, I'm, you know, I really appreciate your work, and uh, and I, wanna, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to write the forward for Prepare for Persecution. And, Maria, thank well, you thank for you. All, all the work you do. The, the books that you put out, even from the small scriptural um, inspirations to yeah. the uh, books like Preparing for Persecution or Overcoming Tribulation, it's just um, fantastic. They are are very needed in these times, and I hope people take the uh, opportunity to to find them out and, and get them, as they are very affordable and very informative. Yep. Well, well, thank you. And uh, I wanted to clarify. I have some news here, but yes. I wanted to clarify something because. Uh, sometimes I call in the stuff about numerology and satanic ritual days and things like that. I want people to know I do not write about that kind of stuff in my books, okay? Sure, I just want no. to understand how the bad guys are thinking and when they're likely to do things. Uh, but my writing is is to build Christians up and help them be able to stand up to persecution, and it's, it's biblical and quotes lots of scripture. It's, so I, I do not get into that kind of stuff at all. I just wanted that to be clear for the record. No, um, it's yeah, it's perfectly clear. And, and you know, we it's kind of like what we talk about. We don't, we, I mean, we don't write about. Well, of course, we write about it from an investigative point of view. But uh, yeah, and your books are filled with with uh, uh, Bible basics and oh yeah, biblical truths, spiritual truths based yep. on on. Uh, what you give uh, as evidence, which is the scriptures, which we can ask for for books. That, I mean, I wish every book uh, gave scripture as their um, basis for understanding. Well, the Bible speaks for itself. We can we can get you know groups of scriptures together that point to certain principles, but the Bible speaks for itself. 
Um, anyway, I got some news, and I, I'm very much into watching what the occultists are doing because that has a lot to do with persecution. The more, the more occultism ramps up, the more attacks are going to be on Christians. Yep. And so on January 25, things are happening faster. Uh, the Fox Channel had their first uh, show of the Lucifer, and at fox.com they have a picture of him with a statement, he makes bad look good, like they're mm-hmm. proud of it, you know. Giving and that the a good name. as being handsome, charming, charismatic, and popular with the ladies. And one place said that he had a British accent. So I, I don't know. I've That's never watched a show like that, so I couldn't tell you. Um, the British accent is a nice tweak. Okay, go on. I'm sorry. Yes, it, it is. Interrupt. It makes him continental and romantic and, you know, that charming. Yeah. 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 Then uh, Bond, James Bond, right? <laughs> um, then yeah. five days later, on January 30, oh, we're back to London again, aren't we? Yes. London trying to propagandize with Tavistock. British accent fits right in with that, doesn't it? It it does. I'm glad you picked up on that. That's kind of what I was going for. But you, you know, yeah, you came through. And, and I, you know, uh, you had mentioned something, uh, and now I, I want if you if you don't mind, I don't want to take you up for train of thought, but it, you had said something earlier privately uh, d- during a private conversation we had about two sacrifices a, a man being burned remember the, you know what I'm referring to right 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 okay not too many people know about the about what you're what you're talking to me about if you can kind of frame it am I putting you on a spot or, or okay you know? no that's okay Lavoie Finicum was murdered on January 26 which is one of those satanic ritual days when they when they have blood sacrifices and also do sex rituals and to me it's real interesting that the group was given a box of sex toys shortly before that that's such a wacko thing to do why in the world well if this is part of a satanic ritual sacrifice on that day you're supposed to do sexy stuff before you do uh now those guys were too decent to use the toys they'd have trashed them but even so it's just kind of form of sexual assault on them that's uh, the only and then they murdered the guy in cold blood and they said he was charging him the guy was up to his knees in snow you can't charge when you're up to your knees in snow uh um, right. I, I i heard the interview um with them and bundy but also with the lady who was who was in the car with finicum right uh, victoria on Dave i think Hodges. it was yeah yeah and yeah. uh then the other thing is right after that the the woman who was in the car they said you could go home from the jail but you had to have all the guns out of your house first so she had her husband take them to her son-in-law's house and they didn't put him in the house they put him and he's got a, like a big work shed in the back you know where he works on stuff and he was there that night working on stuff and uh the the place caught on fire and he was burned alive well, I see that as being a second satanic ritual sacrifice. Oh wow! See, and uh, you told me that, and I did not, I did not frame it that way. I, I mean, I told that the, went right over my head, folks. Did you know that there was another? So the witness in the uh, who's yeah. in the car of the uh, stop by the FBI of of the Voy Finicum and and the shooting death. One of the witnesses in the car. Uh, her, she was told to relinquish her weapons, and her brother or brother-in-law, you said, took her son-in-law. 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 There you go. So her daughter's weapons, husband, and was killed in a fire days right. after. Right, and you know they say, oh, we had a wood stove. Wood stoves don't cause fires. We had wood stove for years in my parents' home. 
people who know what they're doing, country people, farmers sure do. That that's not going to cause a fire. No, uh, and, 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 and if it did, yeah. you could rush out the door. So they must have thrown a firebomb in there. Um, the wicker man, the burning man. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. The 26th is a satanic ritual day, but that means from the midnight of 26th, actually before that, because you've got to get the people there and get it all organized, until 3 o'clock in the morning of the next day. So it's really, these things are all a two-day thing. So I see this as Finnegan on the 26th and this other guy on the 27th. Either that or the night of the 26th. I don't know which night it was, but either way, it ties right into that day. So Very interesting. That, that's the reason I look at these days, because I want to see, you know, how they're thinking, what they're doing. The same reason I look at the cover of The Economist. Yeah, and, and that doesn't... Uh, and listen, yeah. these people are are Christians that put most pastors to shame. The woman very very quietly, matter-of-factly, calmly mentioned to, to Dave uh, Hodges, of course we have to forgive forgive them and pray for them. Like to her, it's second nature. You don't see that in America much at all. No. These are are very unusual people, and I was very struck with Ammon too. So there, I'm sure there was a mixture of types of people in that group, but those two were solid. And Ammon said they were there because they believed God wanted them to be there. Well, then let's forget the Monday morning quarterbacking. If this is a man who loves the Lord and prays, and he believes God wants him there, then he should be there. And uh, anyway, why people Monday morning quarterbacking when a man's been murdered in cold blood by our government? And there were over 24 snipers up in trees. The, the witness in the car, the lady, she saw them come down afterwards. I mean, there were hundreds of shots fired at that car. Hundreds. Plus, yeah. remember that he stopped one place and then he rushed off to the next one where he got caught in the snowbank? Well, the first time, there was a young man in the front seat on the passenger side. He rolled down the window and put his arms out with his hands up, empty, obviously empty to show he's unarmed, and they shot at him. Yeah. You don't do that. That is not normal police at all. That is not normal behavior at all. Mm. So it's not uh, normal uh, military either. That's right. Thank you. No, you know, my dad says these people were ambushed. They were set up to be yep. an example. Absolutely. And, 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 and the boy Finnegan, when he was running out of the car as fast as he could with his up to his knees, he was saying, shoot me, shoot me, shoot me. And the woman said, well, I can't read someone else's mind, but I believe he was trying to draw fire away from the rest of us in order to protect us. So he was laying his life down for the others. As a true patriot and friend would, you know, and, and I've said before, there's two situations here. There's two distinctly different situations. There's what, you know, what would happen at the refuge and then what happened on that road. And regardless of the, the, regardless of the, um, the motives or sensibilities of whatever happened at the refuge. It doesn't matter. They could have been totally 100% wrong at the refuge. They could have been. It doesn't matter because it does not negate what happened on that road. So no. you're absolutely, absolutely. Right. But what they were doing on the refuge was studying land maps and deeds and things, and they were going out and giving talks every week to the farmers to teach them about the Constitution and their rights as citizens. Mm-hmm which is what the feds do not want people to know about. But, you know, you're not going to hear this uh, in, the, in the mainstream media. You're not going to hear this in in, in many of the uh, alternative media segments. So this is fantastic. And, and I, I'll tell you what, uh, 
Uh, you're a treasure with respect to not only your books, but your uh, constant surveillance of the information and the news. I just, you're just great. Well, I come from a family where we've been supporting the persecuted church as far back as I can remember. My mom used to write letters to Russian prisoners in Russian. We got a Russian Bible, and she found someone who knew Russian who could show her which books were the same as the ones in the English Bible, because they're in a little different order. And so she would just find a chapter and verse in the English Bible and then go to the Russian one and copy it. And she was artistic enough to be able to copy the Russian characters. So she would send them these uh, letters, these Russian Christians in prison, that were nothing but scripture in Russian. And she hoped they got through to the prisoners, but she said even if they didn't, some guard would read it in the process of deciding whether or not to give them the letter, and it might help the guard. She did that for years. Hmm. And that's an example of the type of action that all believers need to take part in. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So So we've been praying for the persecuted church and and, and, uh, being very aware of it all our lives as far back, you know, as far back as we've as I've been a Christian, as my parents have been Christians, so that's, they were saved in their 60s, that would be about uh, 30 years now. Um, So it's very natural for me to suddenly become aware when I see signs of persecution coming in this country here. Uh, How close are we? I mean, we're, we're, I guess we're there, persecution Well, Finicum is persecution, but the point is, when does it go full-blown, obvious, bloody? You have to have the convenient crisis to excuse it. And also, remember with Hitler, he said once we go to war, then he could deal with the Jews. That's right. Then people wow. get so preoccupied with the war, they're not going to pay attention. Plus, they're going to be looking for bad, you know, somebody or other to blame for whatever's going on. They'll be upset. They want somebody to pick on that. It's like, go home and kick the dog. Yep. Well, the Christians yep. will be the dog. And in today's day and age, they don't need a war, per se, as they have the War Powers Resolution, which they operate under, the Patriot Act, the NDAA. All you have to have is a declaration of some sort of extremist or domestic terrorist attached to your name. And you can be singled out for oh, yeah. uh, up to you know indefinite prison to execution. There's a new article coming out today uh, that Clinton and her email scandal um, was targeting American assistance for assassination in her emails. Whoa! Uh, you know, I I heard that earlier earlier in this. Um, when I say earlier, I'm talking a couple of weeks ago. There was rumblings about that because under the State Department, well, think Benghazi, think the uh, the shadow right. CIA, you know, the, the State Department, their own CIA, uh, if you will, and, and uh, operating on American soil. I didn't know because some of those emails have been totally redacted and, and kept. Uh, you know, you talk about sensitive. There you go. We're gonna be following up on that. Larry Nichols is actually on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure Alex Jones and you guys are too. I'm probably on the same list, but a whole lot further down. (laughs) I I I think making a list and checking it twice. I I think they're always checking it, making, adding, and adding more people. But uh, it's a compliment. I'm in good. I'm in good company, and we're in company with Jesus and the apostles. All of them got persecuted, right? Yeah. What makes us think we're any better or any you know any less? uh, 
uh, of a target than they were. My goodness. If we're going why to preach we it, let's a, preach Why it. should we get a free pass when they had to go through so much? Exactly. Right on. There's a, you know, a lot of people who aren't, are uncomfortable, especially as Christians, uh, baby Christians or new Christians, you know, that, that think about these things. But the Lord declares in his scriptures that all who believe in Christ Jesus shall, shall suffer persecution. And then That's there right. is in Psalms, I believe it's 115. I'm going to double check here, but there's a, um, a statement that's made in the Psalms by the Lord, which is surprising to most people. And it, it deals with, uh, his saints and it deals with persecution. And I'm going to pull it up right now. And there's one that says, precious in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his holy ones. That's exactly, that's exactly the, uh, the scripture I'm looking for. It's, uh, 116.15 in Psalms. Yep. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. We're also told in Revelation that uh, many shall be made white and purified because of the devil's wrath and the persecution of the Christians in those end times. Right. What a so we just you are. need to. Uh, the bottom line is number one, God's grace is sufficient for us. That's what he told Paul when Paul was dealing with that thorn in the flesh, which really bothered him a whole lot. Whatever that thing was, it tormented him. But the other one is Romans 8.28. He makes everything work out for the good of those who love him. No exceptions. If we sure. love God, no matter what happens, he'll make turn it around and make it work out for our good. Now, that's long-term good. We may go through a lot of suffering first. Okay? If we don't love God, nothing will do us any good. Having a lovely, comfortable, delightful life here and going to hell, what good does that do you? Yeah. yeah. Good point. So we need to get Nothing that big picture. The big picture is heaven and hell. Which way are we heading? And are we going to be going to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant? Or are we going to hear, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Everything else is very small potatoes compared to that. That's right. You got that right. Perfect. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we. Could, I, I mean, that's just a. Just a perfect. Uh, perfect message. Wow. Well, I know you got other callers. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for what you're doing. You're very much needed. And listeners, please keep praying for these men. Keep praying for them and their families and even the dog, huh? And there equipment. You, you name it. Everything. Everything you can think of. Finances. Everything you can think of. And right. Dave Hodges and all, Steve Quill, all the other guys that are watchmen out there, please, we've got to do our part and pray for them. We're, we're not on the spearhead like they are, but we've got to back them up. Okay? Thank you. Please, God. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you guys. All right. Have a good Bye-bye. night, Mary. Author Maria Canise. Author Maria Canise, Prepare for Persecution, and, and a host of other books. Visit, uh, just, go, just go to Hagman Hagman or... Uh, Amazon. Just uh, her, her uh, last name is K N E A S. Or just look up "Prepare for Persecution." All of her books are listed up there. All right. Next, we have Kevin in Washington State. Kevin, welcome to the Hagman and Hagman Report. Uh, good evening. I hope the the night finds you well. Uh, long it time listener, first time caller. Welcome. Um, 
Well, I, I, I had something I wanted to say, and then I have a question for you. So what sure. I wanted to say, and it's really interesting that the caller before had brought up the shooting. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, the word for Mr. Finnegan was that he was assassinated. But I think also, too, the young girl that just happened by chance to be the young girl, Victoria Sharp, that was uh, part of the Christian Family Singers, that just happened to be in that vehicle because she had missed the ride with the family to go up to John Day, and then how the hand of God had protected her through that. But I yeah. think is what's so tragic, I think what's so tragic is that that young girl, that young girl, besides what happened to Mr. Finnegan, but that young girl went through all of that stuff, drug out of the car, uh, sat down, had to see Mr. Finnegan there, had to witness all of those shots going on, had to have handcuffs on her, had to go through the interrogation, and then what did they do? They dropped her off at a Safeway store. And you, can you imagine if the shooting would have happened at a federal building, the people would be going through two weeks of counseling, and every time the door slammed, they'd be able to take the rest of the day off with pay. But yet they put this girl through post-traumatic stress disorder that she's going to have to live through for the rest of her life. And what a little trooper she was. And the hand of God had to have been around her that night, protecting her because she was an innocent soul. But to put her through that and then to just disrespect regard her. It's just, it's so shameful. And I just say, as we go through life, the truth is self-evident. We don't have to make anything up. We don't have to put our opinions in it. The truth is self-evident. And the truth is, what they did to that young girl is shameful. Amen. Wow. Again, I don't I think a, we could have, have said a, any better. I have a question for you. And for everybody out there in the audience... If you go to your wallets or you go to your purses and you take out a $1 bill and you turn that over, my question tonight is, I know there is the largest ball of string in the United States. I know there's the St. Louis Arch. I know there's uh, cheese factories. I know there's, there's uh, cactuses and whatnot. Can somebody please tell me, in the United States of America, where is there a pyramid with a floating eye above it? Could somebody please tell me in the United States, why is this on our dollar bill? Why is this there? Where is this uh, pyramid with a floating eye above it in the United States? That's my question. Well, I can you, you know you the, the answer, answer there, right? I mean, yeah. you do know the answer. Yes, right? sir, I do. Yes, sir, I do. And I just, you know, I... I I, I, I listen to people say, I saw this. I don't have a TV in our household, nor would we have one here. And maybe I'm able to put a couple of words together because we drink well water and we're not being fluoridated here. And we try to go through life doing the right thing and maybe a little bit of that light shines off on somebody else. And if they can pick a little diamond up out of the, the coal dust that's all around us, then, you know, that's what we can do. We can put our best foot forward. We can try to live the golden rule. But I say to everybody out there that the people that have their foots on our throats, the people that hold the lash that are beating us, we cannot turn to them and ask them to lighten up on the 
the boot, and we cannot turn to them and ask them to lighten up on the lash. And what I mean by that is we cannot go back into the system that is doing this to us and expect the answer to come from that system because the system is inherently evil. You got that exactly correct. And I'll go one more with you. On the back of a dime, okay, look at the symbol on the back of a of, of a United States dime, the fascist symbol. Fascism. Yeah, world, it's a symbol for world fascism. is represented by a bundle of sticks as a handle made into an axe. You can see that on the back of a dime. The symbology of the Illuminati everywhere around us, the Statue of Liberty that shines over the New York Harbor. Well, that's that's ISIS. Okay, I mean... Or it, Ishtar. Or Ishtar. Does, yeah, I mean, it depends on which Babylonian or which uh, um, uh, religion or uh, uh, pagan religion you want to, uh, you know, adhere to. Uh, yes, you're you're exactly right. I mean, you're look the eye of Horus hovering above that unfinished pyramid. And My Luciferianism. Goodness. I mean, this is the, the the this is the Bible of Luciferianism. Uh, you know, um, the story of of how uh, Lucifer is the creator, is the one who is the true God of you know bringing light and wisdom and and knowledge to help humankind. It's the Antichrist system, meaning anti, meaning in and place mis- of. Yeah, mystery, the mystery religious, religions that have controlled the money, political uh, systems, and, and influenced the world religions uh, as a whole. I mean, this is why the uh, Bible says, you know, to, to come out of her, my people. We have to come out of the religions of the world and into the religion of Jesus Christ. And one more thing, you mentioned the back of the dollar bill having the uh, seal of the United States. You are familiar with the front. What's on the front? What's hidden there in the upper right hand corner? Yes, the owl. The owl. owl. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And I, I think you know when we when we go through life, I think we have to get to a point where we have to stop asking permission. We have to take personal responsibility. Um, we keep trying to go back into the system to fix the system, but it's the same as carrying a dollar bill in your pocket with a satanic symbol on the back. As long as we keep participating and as long as we keep doing these things, we lend credence to it, whether unbeknownst to us, whether this is some form of magic perpetrated upon us. The lady you had on before me, um, she she spoke very elegant, but one of the things that she said, and I can't paraphrase like she did, but one of the things she said is that the righteous road doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the easy path. And it's, <laughs> you know, things that are well worth something are seldom easy to do. Uh, you know, the, the, the melding and the, and what we, the, your first caller, how he talked about getting his life back together. And That's we're right. all on this journey. It's never an easy journey to get to the true reward at the end. And, Nor is a promise to so, be easy. But yes, yes. And, and so, you know, I just keep saying to people out there that I come across is that 
the system that is keeping us down it is foolish it's the it's that classic uh the uh, definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result the system's broke we can't we can't get what we think we deserve from a worldly system it the, the, the system that we need to be involved in is is not of this world. It's it's of a greater of, of a greater power, a, a greater plane than where where we're at now. And 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 I just think again, I go back and I look at these things that have happened, and I look at that poor little girl. You know, just to, just to break it down, she's a Christian singing group. She missed the ride. She was she was put. Whether it was the hand of province, uh, what, I don't know what it was, but something put her in that vehicle, and yet she was shielded by the hand of God through all of that stuff that happened. And then after all of that, just disregarded and dropped off in a cold Safeway parking lot. Uh, this double standard that is going on out there, but we have to remember the standard is being perpetrated by evil we have to we have to call it what it is we just have to call it what it is it's pure evil amen welcome to america with with that i'll jump i'll I'll jump up and thank you guys keep up the good work um very knowledgeable stuff and and may you be shielded and blessed through your walk in life and thank you for your time tonight callers like you we already are blessed thank you so much god bless you kevin you have a good night we have the best audience in the world on the planet. So I'd say in the solar system, yeah, in the universe. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Uh, thank you for being so good. So good, Bob. You are up next, calling from Texas. Welcome to the Hagman and Hagman Report. Man, it is so good to be able to. I appreciate y'all taking my call. Well, appreciate you calling. What's up? And they have had the volume turned so low on my phone. It's just been a challenge to, to listen. But what's on my heart is I'm going to echo what Maria was talking about, you know, concerning uh, uh, Lavoie Finnegan's uh, assassination and murder. Yep. And, you know, I, you know, this sort of thing has been going on for years, and I think what's happened is it's it's... Because of the internet and and, uh, and and alternative news and folks like y'all and Dave Hodges and Hawk, I love Hawk and Greg Evenson and uh, Steve Quayle. I, 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 I you know I thank God for y'all. Okay, and I hope to meet you in uh, Dallas. By the way, yeah. So um, anyway. Get, getting on to this, what happened to uh, uh, Lavoie Finnegan, I, and to watch it, to see this thing real time, uh, and how they set it up, it, it looked like some kind of hunt. It looked, and there's there there's some, as I recall, as a child reading uh, something uh, about the hunting, there was a man. They they would they they there was a hunt that they would they. They put a man out to, to hunt, and I, I can't remember the author's name, but I remember reading that um, as a child in California. 
and uh, or having it read to me. And uh, and I said, you know, that's what they're doing. They're hunting men. That's sure. what they're doing. And yep. and to see that, I said, you know, where is the outrage? That man, even okay, who who are the BLM? Okay, some government agency that's been armed. Okay, a bureaucratic agency that's been armed. Who are they to? It's okay for them to to occupy a federal building. Well, actually, it's a building that we the people own. What do you know? That's they right. They can go in. That's right. They can go in and they can they can have their weapons and they can occupy it. That's okay. But if we the people go in with 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 guns that are, by the way, that are not pointed at somebody else, okay? Okay, we don't point our weapons at them. They point our weapons at us, at their checkpoints. Yeah. Okay? I saw something uh, on uh, uh, where David Knight was down there and, and interviewed a rancher going into his own home, and he said he'd been in Africa. He'd been in a third world nation. That the he had never. He'd been through checkpoints where they had never, and he was scared at those. They had never pointed guns at him. And here we are in America, in America, Americans pointing guns on Americans. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all, but I am like this has really touched me to the point of I'm like Lord, please help me. You know, help me contain myself and and what I see going on. In our country, yeah, I, I'll, let, I'll let you talk. I'm sorry. No, you know what? It's good to get it. It's good to vent, but it's also good to speak the truth. You know, you, you speak the truth. And Bob, you said something that so many people have overlooked that the uh, building that the ranchers and or militia were uh, habitating is federal land, which in theory the people own. The federal land, just like the people own, we the people own the White House and the Congress and all other uh, land and, and government land here in the United States. It's supposed to be we the people were represented by a representative form of government. But, 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 you, know, you know what? I got to just say this. You know why uh, this didn't make big news? Why this uh, situation? Why this murder? Not a situation. Why this merger? And it wasn't a tragedy either. But you know why it didn't make big news? It didn't make big news because the victim, the murder victim, was not black. He wasn't killed in front of a Seven Eleven. Okay. Uh, yeah, not pushing an agenda. There you go. There you go. And everyone should understand. You know, it's it 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 grieves me immensely, and it angers me exceedingly the double standard by these look I know the progressive liberal Marxist mindset I can accept that you are you are you are what you are okay not you but those people yeah I understand but, generically but to the, yeah but to the conservatives the Republican in quotation mark conservatives 
who have sullied the name of this murder victim, who have said, well, you know, he, that's what he gets for not... Um, yeah, he deserves it, yeah. yeah. He deserves it because he shouldn't have been doing... Well, you know what? He took a stand because of what they were doing to him and, and what they're doing. They're, they're killing America through symbolism as well, just like... Uh, uh, what was it the, when they demolished the build the tavern where the Bill of Rights was being drafted? Uh, yes. Um, uh, do, you, or do you recall that? Yeah. It's, uh, it's like, okay, so they're going to not they're going to knock that down. Now they're going to knock the West down. Uh, they've got to knock everything down that's American. You see, and then have uh, uh, Obama go into uh, a mosque and and then lecture us on on how terrible we are, what terrible Americans we are, because don't you know that, that the Muslims are, are responsible for America? That's right. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I know I'm probably overemphasizing things here, no. but, you, you're, I, you're you know, this is coming cleaning. out of me, okay? You know, I'm sorry. It's cathartic to do. I, I have my moments, but, but you speak the truth, you know, uh, which you mentioned, and for those people not familiar with this, the, um, uh, uh, goodness, a sentinel of, located in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, or I'm sorry, not the sentinel, um, the heck was that, the, uh, James Bell Tavern, thank you, James Bell Tavern was partially demolished, um, and, and that was ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Thank you so much. Yeah, but uh, symbolism. That's what it was. Symbolism. That's right. In our face. That's right. That's right. Man, it's it's absolutely incredible. And you know what? Expect a Waco type, or not a Waco, but expect a federal building to go up and, and have it blamed on the constitutional loving people, yeah. on the freedom loving people. See, they had, they, I heard on NPR they had already talking about uh, one of the fellows up there um, in Oregon having ISIS sympathies. You know, I listen to NPR, National Propaganda Radio. I listen to it for, for Intel, okay? And sure. when I I hear them talk, I know what they're doing. I know what their plans are. They push Rubio. Oh, all of a sudden, Rubio's, you know, how did, how did third place become above second place, you know? It, oh, with all this uh, crap going, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I oh, think Wayne Allen Root or John Rappaport, one of the two, has said, "Watch Rubio. He's, you know, he's coming up, man. He's going to, he's going to pop uh, through." That's the establishment him. pushing Rubio, who, yep. who had, is a, a, a blatant homosexual, who who put his uh, look at Wayne Madsen's uh, article on that. He, he spoke about that months ago, and and it wouldn't surprise me that Florida knew. Uh, the type of person he was in all this. Yep. So I'm, you know, I can't say enough because what happens is, you know, when you're talking on the phone or when you're doing emails or whatever, you can't, you 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 can't put in enough emphasis. You understand what I'm saying? Sure. Or, or, hope, or, or you're not allowed. Paul McGuire understands what I'm saying too because I, I I love everything he says. It's just there may be some miscues because of cyber. <laughs> <laughs> right on, brother. Well, so, well thank you okay. for your call. God bless you, man. Okay, thank you so much. You. I love you all, and hope to meet you all in Dallas. Love you too, Bob. We'll do. Have a good night. All right. We got about six minutes left. We, uh, Before we go back to the phones, let me just put out a plea to everyone. Um, here, here's the plea. All right. 
the in, uh, here's what I'd like y'all to, to y'all. Now I'm starting to talk like the last couple. Y'all. Yeah. Now here's what I would like everyone to do if possible. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Listen to us either on, on Global Star Radio Network. This is our flagship, uh, radio. I mean, and they're the greatest of, of great broadcasters, national or, uh, Global Star Radio Network. You subscribe uh, to our YouTube channel. And subscribe you, to YouTube. You get free broadcasts. Yes. Well, there you go. As, <laughs> you know, uh, so also, also, please understand this. We've reformatted the websites, Hagman and Hagman.com show information show related stuff only you can also watch the yeah, uh, show can, live on the hagman and hagman that's right hagmanreport.com information articles information news you need to know so bookmark that hagmanreport.com hagman and hagman.com show hagmanreport.com information articles news that you need to know sh- topics for the show and Last but not least, homelandsecurityus.com. Homelandsecurityus.com. That was my original site back uh, 14 years ago, and it's got a lot of information. That's coming back up. That's going to be, I'm writing to that myself. That's going to be my little corner on the Internet. Not that really anyone cares, but just uh, just for the sake of of um, uh, organization. So there you go, hagmanhagman.com, hagmanreport.com, and, and uh, homelandsecurityus.com. There you go. All right. All right, we're going to go to Keith. I'm sorry. Dave is up next. Dave, uh, since we got about four callers and we got just a few minutes, let's try and keep it to a minute, minute and a half. You're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Dave from Florida. Whoa. Hey, Joe and Doug. I'm in Florida, man. I got out of the Nazi state, New York. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Dave Long from Island, Long Island. There you go. All right, brother. It's good to hear from you. Glad you're in Florida. What is it about, uh, what is it about, uh, 20, 20 degrees down there? Come on. Come on, tell me. 77 degrees. Uh, 77. Yeah. And, folks, this is one of our uh, longest callers. Uh, he's been calling since we've been on air. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you well, guys are the best, man. You guys you guys really are the best out there in the radio because you give it all and you give the spiritual side of everything. And I feel so damn good being down here. I don't want to say where I am in Florida. I'm not really in a place yet. But, man, it feels so good to be out of that communist away from Como. Oh, that scum Como and his son who had the, the, the balls to come on and say that we get our rights from the, from them, not from God. Chris, I yep. think it's Chris Como. Freak you. And the bishops and Easy. the Cardinal Dolan giving communion to this freaking pro-abortion scumbag Como. Freak you, Como. And let me just say, <laughs> Obama... Put a target on me, man. Put a target on me. Islam is good. Islam, Islam, Islam is murdering, man. You're raping the women over there in Germany, man. You, you that's all you people do, man. You're psychos. You read the Koran and you go bonkers. Get rid of the Koran. There's nothing good to be said about the Koran. There's nothing good to be said about Islam. It's a demonic religion, demonic. And I, I gotta get. I gotta say, Doug, if I can get to uh, Texas. With this car, by the grace of God, I got down here. It's unbelievable. But man, it's so much freedom down here. And I couldn't believe they actually allowed me to hold a pistol in my hand in a gun shop. I said, I can hold a pistol? Up in New York, you can't even touch a pistol. But wow. anyway, I, I'm the, what? What, Doug? No, no, I was just going to say, right. it's great to hear from you. We're glad that you're out of New York State. We're going to have to let you go. We only have a few other callers in about two minutes. We're not, you're you're we're not going to hear from you. Stop, 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 you. All right, you're not going to be referred to. Uh, 
All right, brother. You're, you're now going to be referred to as former Long Island Dave, now Florida Dave. God bless you. And by the way, uh, everyone, uh, Eric, the beads of sweat were on his forehead. He's wiping, he's mopping his forehead with a, uh, looks like a white flag, uh, as the caller progressed. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Mike next. Mike, you're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Doug, Joe, how are you guys tonight? God bless you. Hey, thanks, buddy. What's up? You know, I, I just, uh, you know, I wanted to call. You know, we, we, we watch what's going on with Lavoie Finnegan and, and we see what's going on and, and, you know, that is why Jeannie and I, uh, are doing Hear the Watchman. That is, that is why we're trying to bring the Remnant family together. I, I, I hope your listeners tonight, I know we're short on time, I hope they understand that we are all under attack and that you know, we have, uh, God bless Maria Canise. Maria Canise has sent Jeannie and I books. She sent us emails. She's been supportive of us, just as all of you have. Uh, you know, Sheila Zelinsky uh, on her show tonight had a Watchman's Roundtable where everybody can hear yes. a little bit about the, the speakers that are on there. But, you know, here the Watchman people ask us all the time, and I know they ask you, what is it really about? It's all about God. Because, you know, we are under attack. We see the murder that happened to Lavoie Finnegan. And I'm telling you, the answer is Jesus. It's very simple. I talk to Steve Quayle. I've talked to both of you. I, I talk to Pastor Langford every day almost. Uh, you know, that's where the answer is. So, you know, folks, if, if Jeannie and I will do everything we can to get you folks to Dallas. Do what you can do. As Doug you put it so well. It's time to saddle for battle. Get up off the couch. Do what you can. Come and be with us and be part of the family. I, I, I just so, I, I, I so hope to see everyone there. And Doug and Joe, God bless you guys for what you do, folks. Support the Hagmans. Support Thank them. Thank you, Mike. There are. Thank boys. you, Mike. And God bless you and Jeannie. We reached the end of the show. But Hear the Watchmen, March 18th through the 20th in Dallas. Go to hearthewatchmen.com, M-E-N, hearthewatchmen.com. Oh, Hagman, Hagman. We, we Thanks, have a mic off there. We can't take any more calls because of the time. I just want to say it's been a wonderful show. The callers have been just fabulous. The yeah. listeners have been even better. We can see you now Tomorrow with night. our technology, so we know that you're in your jammies <laughs> watching us. Um, you know, yeah, tomorrow night, Dan Goodwin, the last Dan two Goodwin. hours. Uh, author of God's Final Jubilee. He has just released a revised edition with more than uh, three extra chapters, and his book actually uh, has been in high demand, even though it's been out over a year. The the revision edition has been in high demand. He's doing TV interviews, all kinds of interviews, and he's going to be joining us tomorrow to give us his take on things. And in this Jubilee year, or this final Jubilee year, um, we're going to get into a lot from the Catholic Church to ISIS to uh, the times we living we are living in, such as the beginning of sorrows and what uh, God's timetable has in store for us, as uh, found by Mr. Goodwin. Folks, prepare and pray. We have left the building. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>